Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Drinking beer and watching sports is pretty awesome. And one of the few things on par is drinking beer and playing video games. But dropping all that cash on games that end up collecting dust after you're done with them, well, it sucks. And there's no sense in trading in old games unless you really want to get 25 cents off your new game. There's a better way, though. Gamefly. Gamefly has over 8,000 new releases and classics available to rent for Xbox One, Xbox 360, PS4, PS3, PS Vita, Wii U, Wii 3DS, as well as older systems. They've got it all. And as a Gamefly member, you can rent as many console and handheld games as you want and get them delivered right to your mailbox for one low monthly fee. If you like a game so much that you don't want to send it back, you can keep it for a low use price. There are never any due dates or late fees. And Gamefly also offers the ability to rent Blu-ray and DVD movies as part of the regular service at no extra charge. And right now, Gamefly is offering fans of Craft Brood Sports a premium, free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. To get that free trial started today, just go to GameflyOffer.com slash Sports. That's GameflyOffer.com slash Sports, Or just head on over to our website, CraftRootSports.com, and click the Gamefly link in the menu bar. We've all been there. You're standing in the beer aisle staring at the same selection that was there last week and just wishing you could try something different. That's where Tavor comes in. Tavor is the best and easiest way for you to get the beers that you can't find in your favorite bottle shop. No need to hunt down people to trade with or worry about sending some sketchy guy a PayPal payment hoping that he delivers on the bottle that you want. Tavor has your back. They only work with independent breweries, so there's no risk of getting suckered into buying an InBev beer pretending to be a craft brew. And it's insanely easy. Just sign up for your free account, download the Tavor app from your Android or iPhone, and you'll get notifications when new beers are ready. Just go to the app and click Get It, and they'll put the quantity requested aside for you and ship it to your door. You can ship as many beers as you want for a flat fee, and you can schedule your delivery as soon as one week and as late as five after you select the beer you want to buy. And now, fans of Craft Brood Sports can get $10 in credit after you buy your first beer through Tavor.com. Just go to our website, CraftBrewedSports.com, and click the Tavor link in the menu bar. Create your free account, and after your first beer is shipped out, you'll see a $10 credit hit your account. There's no commitment, no contract, no gimmicks, just great beer delivered directly to your door.
welcome everybody to another edition of Craft Brood Sports. Big Dong's in the house. I am Mike with me, as always, my main man Scott. This is Craft Brood Sports. Scott, you ready to tap this keg of sports knowledge? With my 12-inch penis. 24-inch. <laughs> I'm not as big as him. I was telling you mine. <laughs> Thought twelve was pretty impressive. <laughs> if you're gonna show, not after right? you just hear somebody talking about twenty four. Well, I mean that's <laughs> doubly impressive. I'm just striving for impressive. But yeah, sure. Let's 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 do oh, this. Shit. Thank you guys for joining us. Thirsty Thursday edition of the, sh- whoop, whoop. Uh, the show. Uh, there's snow supposed to be coming to Cincinnati. So Allegedly. To, yeah, so we had to move shit and let's, ice. Yeah, we'll see. And lots of it. We'll see what happens. We'll probably be sitting here this time tomorrow night bemoaning the fact that we haven't seen a drop of precipitation. Yeah. We'll be texting each other like, hmm. Could have had a show tonight. Could have done the show. <laughs> oh, well. Man. <laughs> Fuck all those forecasters. <laughs> but here we are a day early. You know, it'll be fine. It's it's Thursday. We could get hammered on a Thursday, right? Uh, sure. I don't, I mean, I don't mind. Uh, I got permission to, so. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Well, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, we'll we'll deliver the same show that you guys are used to just a day earlier this week. Uh, tons to talk about. Let's we're going to talk about a cheating kayaker. We're going to talk about a peeping tom. There's NFL uh, football this weekend. The college football finale. Talk, yes, the the championship game. We we'll stayed awake that. for the entire game, both of us. Absolutely. <laughs> Did not fall asleep. Uh, obviously, we're going to do a white motherfucker tonight and. We're busting out Scotty Doesn't Know. Yeah, Again, the return. It's been a long time, so stick around for right. Scotty Doesn't Scotty's Know. Scotty's got some stuff to get off his chest. <laughs> Scotty is ready to go. Uh, so the poll is open on our Facebook page. If you haven't voted yet, head on over to our Facebook page for the Motherfucker of the Week. This week... We little explanation. With, yeah, we went with two stories that are a little odd. They're a little... Um, they need some a, explanation. Okay, fair enough. That's what I just said. Jesus. <laughs> All right, but I'll start off with the uh, the peeping tom one, yes, because uh, that one's the most what the fuck, right? Possibly of the two, um, but yeah. Yesterday, read a report that uh, the agent of some random MLB players, he represents about fifteen, twenty guys, something like that. Anyway, he's being investigated and was basically taken away from the uh, the players' association. His ability to be an agent because um, it was found that he had a camera installed in the shower at his house and some of his clients the players had been staying at his house and yeah. using the shower so yeah. filming his own yeah. players in the shower yeah the players he represents yeah. he, that's he, some creepy ass he shit was man. sausage gazing at his <laughs> own house for the players that he represented I, what I've never heard anything so like random and and especially like in in the Time that we are in right now with all the sexual assault allegations to come out, you'd right. think you'd be like, maybe I should move this camera. Nah. Nah, I'm cool. Yeah. It's cool. I can, I nobody's can keep gonna, this up. Nobody's going to worry about that Pert Plus <laughs> bottle from 1992. <laughs> it's just there. What if that's what it was? <laughs> I have no idea. I just randomly threw that out. I just figured it's something, <laughs> something real 90s. <laughs> Uh, Pert Plus. It just, he just hollowed out a, yeah. a bar of. Uh, oh, don't touch that. That's, that's my that's my lucky Pert Plus. I just I actually just buy new Pert. I like the old design. I just refill it, but don't touch it. Just leave it right there. Fucking hell, uh, man. That, that bar of Irish Spring. That, yeah, you just let it go. Uh, just, you don't need that. 
I got the I got the old spice over there. The, the body wash. That's you. Loofah in the back. Don't don't touch that other shit though. Uh, I don't know. With the way this guy, he's like, you should get the soap at the bottom. Drop that bar. Drop that bar. Drop that bar. To the back of the creepy. shower. Super creepy yeah. of this dude to do that. Um, how so do that's, you feel? that's your first. If you're a player of that dude, how do you even feel? Like, uh, I, mean, I, I have no idea. When that comes out, I, I don't know what to say. Because uh, who calls you? Major League Baseball. Hey, yeah. um, your agent's been right. disbarred from the league. Yeah, or you, you just call you. your agent. Hey, man, uh, looking for that contract. Yeah. I can't represent you anymore. <laughs> Why? What happened? Um, well, you should sit down. I've been videotaping your dick. <laughs> Not, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, hear me out. I've been videotaping other players' dicks, too. So we're cool, right? What the fuck? I don't know. I have no idea how that conversation <laughs> goes down, but there's no non-weird unreal. way for that fucking... Uh... So that's, that's Motherfucker of the Week, number one. Number two that you can vote for is a Japanese kayaker who was... Competing to be on Japan's the 2020 Olympic, team. Olympic team. Yeah, he yes. was trying to get on the team and felt a little threatened by a competitor. He what his own fucking guy, teammates? Yeah, he thought he was going to get beat out on, for the team, the Japanese team, by this guy. So he decided to spike the guy's drink with anabolic steroids. <laughs> Which I didn't think, like, I mean, I don't know much about steroids, but I was like, the. Does that even you just work? spike a drink like, with it? Yeah, yeah. It is a, but apparently it worked well enough to get this guy testing positive, which is all he wanted to do was get him to right. test positive. Right. So he tested positive. The guy was disqualified, and all of a sudden the Japanese kayaker was on the team, ready to go, ready, ready to rep that white and red. Uh, and then they found out that he had spiked the drink. Well, it, the way they found out, though, is so this guy was vehemently denying I didn't take steroids, which is – what you would do, right, if you didn't, you know, you wanted to get out of having right. to take a right. That's what usually everybody does, deny, deny, deny. Yeah. But he denied so much and was so adamant that they launched an investigation. And through their investigation, yeah. this guy, the guy that spiked it, ended up just coming clean. was like, yep, I did it. Well, that's because you're in Japan and they're going to be like, we're going to cut off hands if somebody doesn't start fucking talking. Hands, dicks, everything. <laughs> Everything's got to go. Nobody will be in we the 2020 Olympics. Murder you. <laughs> Nobody everybody will be fucking dead. doing anything. <laughs> None of you kayakers, unless somebody owns up to this shit. <laughs> there will be no kayak. They went with the old parent approach. Right. Fine. <laughs> Nobody's in the kayak. I'll turn this right, fucking I... kayak around. There won't be a damn one of you in the kayaking thing in the Olympics. I brought you into this kayak. <laughs> I can take you out. So, yeah, he owned up to it. Uh, and apparently it turned out this wasn't even his first defense. He had, uh, over the years in different trials and stuff, he yeah, had been known he, to he's been hide equipment from teammates, destroy <laughs> teammates' equipment. Worst teammate ever in any Which, sport, hands down. If if my brother was a Japanese this kayaker, is totally him. it's him. This yeah. is this is fake. So those are your choices yeah, for Motherfucker uh, of the Week. agent and a, <laughs> the worst teammate ever. Oh, by the way, he got an eight-year uh, ban from the, yeah. the kayaking. Yeah, which okay. essentially... So that ends his career. Yeah, he's... You, your kayaking career back. is not a very big window, so <laughs> eight years out, you're done. Congratulations. Oh, because uh, you decided you were going to you know, go fucking wedding crashers and try to spike someone's drink. Jesus, uh, so go vote for one of those two. We'll announce the winner at the end of the show for this week's Motherfucker of the Week. Uh, 
before we get into the beer, guys, make sure you share the show. I saw a couple of people already sharing it, so thank you very much. If we hit 20 shares tonight, we'll do a shot of Bailey's. Get all the uh, Bailey's dick up in here. We'll do shots at 20 shares. We'll do shots at 30 shares. We'll do shots at 40. So there, there's your uh, your targets for the night. Uh, so get get to sharing because I'm ready for some Bailey's dick on a Thursday night. That's, that's I mean, fuck it. We're going oh hardcore my, tonight. Oh, my God. Right? Right? All right. Since since Scott audibly reacted to the beer that I tried to cover my reaction to, let's talk about the beer that we were drinking tonight. Oh. We are drinking limited edition Breakside Beachcomber is the name of this beer. Woo! Uh, golden Ale, which we haven't had too many Golden Ales We on have not. Show. No. Maybe this might be the second or third. That's it. Maybe. Max. If that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this one is... Well, the only other option would be one. So, you know. <laughs> or zero. No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's brewed with... Good talk. <laughs> it's brewed with ginger. I do just want the dick, Eric. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I love being Carry behind on. on the comments where I don't see it. I uh -huh. just see yeah. you blurt something yeah. out. Like you're, like you're a schizophrenic host. Like, <laughs> God damn you, Eric. <laughs> Anyways, continue on, Mike. Fuck, dude, is somebody else talking to the headphones there? Anyways, this is uh, a gold nail brewed with ginger aged in rum barrels with lime, vanilla, and almond. Now, uh, we have mentioned multiple times how we've had rum barrel aged beers. And unlike bourbon barrel aged up. beers, they do not hold up and you cannot taste almost any rum, if at all. Yeah. Um, I can safely say that on first drink, that is not the case. Holy when fuck. I opened this up, the first thing I told the was, smell. told Mike was, this this has rum in it. <laughs> yeah, the smell is like overwhelming with how rum. strong it is. Um, whew, I don't taste any of the other flavors. <laughs> okay, good. It's not just it's me. Because my nose is a little stuffed up. I, I got a little bit of a cold, and so I thought, damn it, this is messing up the flavors, nope. and I'm only going to taste the booze. No, nope. I didn't taste it a is... single drop of anything but rum. It is straight rum in this glass. <laughs> we are drinking a 9.2% ABV glass of rum, rum is what we have. Okay, cool. Uh, Woo, this is, it is uh, strong. I mean, even the smell, just sitting in the glass, like every once in a while I catch a whiff of it and I'm just like, god damn it. This. Well, is... that's why I wondered how it was so foamy because both of us opened it up and it foamed on, up on us immediately. But right. with as much booze as in here, I'm kind of shocked that it's got so much CO2 in it. Yeah, it's... Uh, or maybe, it's... it's maybe they just put rum in there and dumped it until they were like, all right, that's about <laughs> half a bottle. And then it's like, just pump it with CO2. Carbonate that They bitch. won't notice. <laughs> Just carbonate the rum. <laughs> well, whatever they did, um, it's super strong. Uh, I don't. Uh, I know we always joke about <laughs> we'll see how it holds up, but this one is one that I'm like, I hope I can finish this shit. Yes, because it feels like we should be doing shots of this and not drinking. And I gotta vomit. drive home, so there's that. Woo! Yeah, man. Good luck. I'll do your <laughs> shot of Bailey's for you since I stay here. We were, before the show, we were trying to figure out which beer to drink. We were going through the, the Tavor shipments that we have. And I was like, no, nah, this is, you know, it's nice out. We're going to get the one that's like the beach beer. And this one is it's not a beer. We're not drinking a beer right now. This is rough. <laughs> rough I mean, rough in a good way. Like, it's not, it doesn't taste bad, but it's just straight booze. It's, it's very boozy. Uh, I'm, trying, I'm trying to locate the flavors. And I'm trying to locate the part where it becomes a beer. Two two drinks so far, and I'm 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 not there. 
Yeah, I got nothing. I got nothing. I am. Uh, yeah, it's, All right. it's super boozy. But uh, Pat Seller we'll, says he's drinking rum and coke, so he's hey, kind of drinking yeah. a beer. Like All right, so. uh, get rid of the coke. Pour an entire sixteen ounce glass <laughs> of rum, and then you can feel like you're on the show right now. <laughs> oh man, uh, we will see if if we can even finish this beer tonight. Uh, I don't know. We'll we'll find out. But let's get into upper deck. Uh, brought to you, as always, by Gamefly. Make sure you guys head on over to our website, craftbrewsports.com. Click the sponsors link and uh, sign up for that Gamefly trial. Because it's awesome. Yes, sir. All right, though. Kicking off our deck this week, back in the summer during the hype for McGregor Mayweather, uh, Connor called out 50 Cent. Because, you know, 50 Cent and Mayweather used to be butt buddies until they had a falling out over <laughs> Of all things, Floyd's handling of money, which is funny coming <laughs> from 50 Cent. But anyway. Man, uh, you got to invest in that vitamin water. <laughs> you you got to <laughs> diversify your bonds. Uh, 50 Cent, who was at one of the pre-fight pressers, uh, called, calling 50 Cent and Mayweather fake money bitches. <laughs> yeah, well, mostly true. Um, at the time, 50 made the comment that he could take McGregor in a fight. Uh, well, as 50 tends to do, he's doubling down on that now. This week, he went on to say that he'd take McGregor in a street fight. Not just any old fight, a street fight. Saying that they don't understand this is heavyweight shit going on around here. I hit them, <laughs> they see a white light, they hear a message, slow down, boy. They think Jesus is talking to them. <laughs> Outside the confinements of the sport, if you got into a street fight, it's a different thing. End quote. <laughs> He went on to point out that McGregor is only 150 pounds and uh, and 50 is uh, about 100 pounds, or slightly under 100 pounds, about 75 pounds above that at yeah. 225. So, I mean, he does have him outweighed. I mean, I feel like, though, so I know 50 has, like, a background in boxing, like, growing up. He, and he's just he, big. He's and he's just a swole. big dude. I have a hard time picking against McGregor in that fight. Yeah, no, there's no way. <laughs> um, this 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 is just this is just the inverse of McGregor versus Mayweather. You're like, there's no chance McGregor's gonna win this, right? Ah, maybe he lands a lucky punch. That's about all you'd be hoping for if you're 50 to land a lucky punch. But I, that's I the thing: if he does land a lucky punch, it's a good chance he could it could be lights out. Right, but the same thing though for McGregor on like Mayweather. That in any fight, it's like, yeah, yeah, you catch him the right way. It's right, game but over. the the odds would be overwhelmingly in favor of McGregor. Yeah, plus these days McGregor's fighting for his life, literally. So literally, that. yeah, he's fucking fighting the Irish mob, man. He's not right. worried about Fitty. No, <laughs> a tank chiming in saying McGregor would light Fitty up. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. there's no doubt about that. <laughs> and Pat says 50 has a background of getting shots to the face. No! <laughs> <Put 'em. laughs> Nailed it. Stuck the landing. All I know is I would much rather see that fight. Yeah, I'd that pay for that. Pay that I would pay for in a heartbeat. I wouldn't even question it. I'd be yeah. like, wait a minute, 50's fight? I'm in. I'd go back to UFC TV for that. <laughs> would you, though? No. No. Yeah, I was gonna say, no, no that was that was an awful experience. I, I don't think it'd go that route, but you've seen me at my worst, like when the yeah. show when things aren't working and the show's not going on and you're you're still able to jet even but that night you were like I'm no. just gonna go inside and lay uh, down. I'm out Mike's this, gonna murder somebody. His neighborhood's about to burn the fuck down. I just I'm be in his house. He's just the only thing he won't set on fire. <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> that was a good move on your part. Oh, yeah. Uh, moving on. Blake Martinez, he's one of the NFL leaders in tackles this season. 
Uh, the Stanford grad recapped a story recently of how, when he was at Stanford, a friend set up a username for him to play some game that everybody on campus was playing called Dota. I've never heard of that game no before. No idea what the fuck that is. Uh, but this is, uh, let's listen to the audio of Blake Martinez telling everybody about the gamer tag that his friend set up really, for My sophomore year in college at Stanford, a couple of my buddies... Um, we're starting to play this game Dota, and I was like, "All right, what's this? What's this about?" I'm gonna. I don't know if I want to dive into this. I'm doing football, kind of paying attention to that whole scene. And they start playing it for like a week straight. And my buddy was like, "Hey, don't worry, I'll make an account for you. So if you ever feel like playing with us, you can come and and set up and and start playing." I was like, "All right, whatever." After a week, I was like, "All right, I'm gonna try this game out." And he was like, "So I go to my buddy. I'm like, hey, what's my username?" And he was like, oh, it's Pussyfucker69. Right. <laughs> and and so, so literally for like six months, I didn't know I could like change it or like anything. And so I had like, I had people, I had people at Stanford that were like, hey, I heard you're playing like Dota. Like, can I like, what's your username? And so I'm like, for like six months, I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know my username. Like, you should just give me yours. And I can like, I can like hook up like a friend request right. or whatever. Oh, it was, uh... <laughs> Blake Martinez, Pussyfucker69. I mean, it could be worse. <laughs> it could definitely be worse. Dicksucker69 would have been way well, worse. That's what makes me think the story is bullshit and that he actually set up the name himself. Because I think back to college, and if my friends were setting up a screen name for it me... It wouldn't be that nice. It wouldn't be, uh, pussy fucker. Yeah, man, that. this dude's great at fucking pussies. He, he nails Oh, them. he gets all the pussy. Yeah, no, no, there is no way yeah. that your friend sets no. up such a... They're not that nice. Yeah, they're, they're not going to set up the, uh, hey, it's 24-inch <laughs> dong. That's this I, I guy. I can tell you right now, your name would have been Anal Leakage 69. <laughs> that would have been how you rolled. Uh, well, your, your username? Anal Leakage 69. <laughs> So I think this story is bullshit. The only part of that story that's true is that the end had 69 in it, because that's total college. Yeah. <laughs> that is all the way college stuff right there. The name might not have been what they came up with, and, or he might have done it himself, but the 69, that part was totally true. <laughs> that's 100% true. There is no way that he – and how do you – you don't know how to change your username. Yeah. Come on, man. You're at Stanford. You also didn't try if that's if if that was true yeah. that you didn't know how. You didn't you didn't inquire how to. Oh, pussyfucker69. That's a pretty sweet name. <laughs> like if your friends were that nice, they'd be like, "All right, I'm I'm rolling with that." I mean, it's cool until it's not, right? Gronk was so mad that that screen name was taken when oh, he God, registered yeah. for Dota. He, he tried to put all sorts of numbers after that. He was like, "Fine, I'll be 69, pussyfucker69." Yeah. Yeah, I'll just be 69, 69, 69. <laughs> Grunk smash. smash. <laughs> wow. Nice. We didn't even practice that. This has been Craft Fruit Sports, everybody. Thank you guys so much. We're it's not going to talk that. only downhill from here. Wow. All right, well, moving on. We got some hockey news for you. And this one comes out today, and it's a little detailed, and we're still a little confused. Plus, it's going to court, so uh, it's going to get all things shaken out. But it, here's the, the basics of it. So I picked the Vegas Golden Knights to face off against the the Penguins in the Stanley Cup final. Well, they've been killing it so far this season. Best start for an expansion team in like any sport ever. Just been amazing at hockey so far this season in their inaugural year. So good at hockey that it seems like a lifetime ago that Mike and I were sitting here discussing the fact that they were trying to come up with a team name, and then they ended up settling on Golden Knights. Well, it took a while, but someone has beef with it, and that someone is a branch of the U.S. military. 
Yeah, you heard that right. Uh, the United States Army has filed a challenge with the U.S. Tra- trademark trial and appeal board earlier this week, claiming that the NHL team is infringing upon their name. The filing states that, quote, the team has chosen and used a similar black, gold, yellow, white color scheme on their uniforms, marketing, advertisement, and its hockey arena, mimicking the opposer's colors and further adding to the likelihood of confusion of the public, end quote. Right, because that's what I'm going to do when I look at a a Vegas Golden Knights game. I'm going to be like, wait, is that the Army? Oh, it's a (laughs) hockey team. My bad. Oh, shit. I'm so confused. Right, right, right. color scheme. Right, well, part of the problem, too, is that the Army actually doesn't have any type of trademark or patent on any of their colors or name or anything. Yeah. Like, they've just... We're the Army. We're the Army, so we don't have to do that, right? Like, we're above that. Which, actually, no, they're not. But both the University of Central Florida and the College of St. Rose do have those trademarks, though. And St. Rose actually got an extension this week to file its opposition. Uh, we bring that up because initially the board denied Vegas's logo submission for being too similar to St. Rose's. So, the Golden Knights have responded to the Army's opposition saying, quote, We strongly dispute the Army's allegations that confusion is likely between the Army Golden Knights parachute team and the Vegas Golden Knights Major League Hockey team. Uh... The team said that in a statement, indeed, the two entities have been coexisting without a year for over a year long, although several other Golden Knight trademark owners. And we're not aware of any single complaint from anyone attending our games that they were expecting to see the parachute team and any professional <laughs> hockey game. There's the argument. End quote. <laughs> right. So they're literally saying exactly what Mike said. Like, <laughs> nobody's been, oh, my God, this is a hockey game. I thought I was going to see some performance by the Army. Fuck, I want my money back. This is misleading and confusing, and how dare they use the Golden Knights name, and oh, I am offended. So, I mean, that's the basis of their argument. But the weird thing is, like, that's not really how trademarks work. I mean, you can't just say, well, there's been no confusion, and it's okay, so, I mean, fuck them. We'll do whatever we want. Yeah. Um, So, I mean, this is in court, and they'll go through all the proceedings. I don't know where it ultimately ends up, though. I mean... Because army, the army hasn't actually filed anything, so I don't know that they have much of a leg to stand on. But if the St. Rose College decides, you know, if they once they file and everything, I mean, would the Golden Knights have to somehow placate them? Well, see, and that's what's so confusing to me about this because in multiple sports you have teams that have the same mascot and the same like, logo. Yeah, I've always wondered how like minor league clubs and little league things like get away with having big league stuff. Right. I There's, don't get that. And even with like Georgia and Grambling and all them having the same exact G as Green Bay, just a different color. Right. So I don't get how that whole thing works. That's the, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, there's got to be something because otherwise somebody could be like, "No, we're the Cardinals." Fuck you, St. Louis. Arizona's the Cardinals, right. so you're not allowed to be the Cardinals anymore. That doesn't make any sense. Or it's Mooney, a- you're like, eh, hey, fuck you, we're the Cardinals. Right. Actually, Mooney used the Arizona Cardinal logo on their helmet. Right. So they, and that's and I that's mean, what I'm saying. Like, it, it, I never understand how all of that like coexists. And it's works. so it's so strange. And, and I know the army is saying that the the logo is very similar, and obviously color scheme. And I think maybe that's how like other schools get out of. Well, you know, it's not Green Bay because they don't use color. the yellow and green so maybe that's how they get around it but i don't know yeah, but, have- okay so uh saint ed's in in cleveland saint ed's high school they're they are green, green and, and yellow. yellow and their logo is an e 
but it's like a lowercase e, so it looks like the G inside the circle. I mean, it's essentially like if you look right. real quick, you'd be like, oh, it's a Green, Green Bay, Bay logo. logo. Oh, no, it's an E. But I'm okay. assuming it's one of those things where it's like, eh, all you have to do I is change it. I guess it's not it's lower. S- it's, it's uppercase. If, no. you, if you change it slightly, you're good to go. But, I mean, I overall don't – I don't understand what's the point of filing all this stuff and then them giving you the go-ahead, hey, everything's good, if later on somebody well, then can the come thing, back and like, say, oh, no, wait, that's not good, and here's why. Yeah, that's the like, thing. Don't like, they have all of this stuff the, somewhere? Yeah, the trademark office this? should have found all this before approving it for yeah. Vegas. So super weird story. But how crazy would it be, though, if at the end of the day the only way to satisfy it is for them to have to change their name or change their logo or color <laughs> schemes or something like that? They would have had it for one season and then had to change it again. How Vegas would that, at that be? At that point, it would actually be super Vegas. It would be. To do that. To and be you know like, what, well, I, we're starting all over. At Blow that point, this motherfucker up. I would make a running gag of it and be like, you know what? We're going to be a new team and name and color scheme every single year. Just piss all over everything. Oh, we're the Vegas somethings this year. <laughs> They should just start going Have down the strip. Have a fan vote every year. <laughs> they should just start going down the strip. We're the Vegas Flamingos. Yeah. Cool. We're, <laughs> like just We're the Vegas Bellagios. <laughs> okay. People are like, what's a Bellagio? Fuck you. Yeah. It's Vegas, baby. Oh, we, we, didn't, we didn't fuck up anybody's copyright, so that's all we're going with. <laughs> Vegas Dice. <laughs> just trying not to piss anybody off here. <laughs> just straight troll everybody. Be upset about it. Be it's, petty as fuck. I, it's so weird. I don't get it. It Whatever. is, but fucking... this is one of those stay tuned because I feel like at some point, a it's few gonna, months from yeah. now, we'll have an update for you. And I'm right. like, hey, remember when we talked about that? Well, this is how it all shook out. So. Here's how it's going to shake out. Nothing's going to fucking change. Right. I have a feeling that somebody's going to get paid somewhere behind closed doors yep. and we'll it's never hear anything about it. And it'll just be like, hey, remember that story? Yeah. Yeah. They're, it's two years later and they're still right. the Golden Knights. Whatever happened with that? Right. <laughs> yeah. They paid the army. And- Paid off that stupid little small college that was trying to piss them on. St. Rose. Right, St. Rose. That no, I don't even know where that's at. It's like a high school. That's That can't be a college. Yeah. That's, that's a, anyways. It's right next to Sacred Heart. <laughs> I'm moving on. If you didn't catch it from the drop to start the show, our favorite big dick soccer player is back in the news this week. That's right. We also have a favorite big dick soccer player. <laughs> Fuck all y'all. Go ahead. Mike. Romelu Lukaku, who first made news here at Craft Brood Sports when fans of his team would chant that song that you heard at the beginning of the show during games uh, talking about his big old dick. Well, he decided to leave Everton, the team that he played for, and sign with Chelsea. Uh, so it was a big deal because Everton had offered him like a huge contract. Uh, it was estimated to be around 140,000 pounds per week. Like It was some crazy contract that he was offered. Instead, he went to... Um, uh, he. Now I'm getting conflicting reports. He either went to Manchester or Chelsea. Anyways, the deal is worth like 90 million pounds. So he took a pay cut to go to this EPL team from Everton. Anyways, Everton's owner, that's not the story. Who cares about what he signed for leaving the team? Everton's owner told shareholders this week that the reason why the Belgian scoring genius backed off the Everton deal was because he went on a trip to Africa and a witch doctor 
told him not to sign with Everton. That was his reasoning. Because, you know, like the way I picture this is it's like the Jeter Town Hall. Was that witch doctor's name was Cleo? Did she retire to Africa, <laughs> take up a new, just yeah. an underground yep. profession? <laughs> it sure was. I just pictured this being like the Derek Jeter Town Hall meeting in Miami. Like shareholders are all pissed. They're like, what about the big dick guy? How come we couldn't <laughs> sign the big dick guy? And he's like, he's, he talked to a witch doctor. You what guaranteed do you us the guy with the big dick. Now we've got a whole season of without this guy with the big dick. We're supposed to win the league. Fuck he this. our Belgian scoring genius with a 24-inch penis. <laughs> and now he's gone. We can't sing our fun song. It's not going to get trapped in people's heads for weeks on end. Oh, my God. Uh, but he blamed it on a witch doctor, which... Uh, Lukaku has denied. Uh, his agent has said that he's very Catholic. He doesn't believe in that sort of thing. He did go to Africa, but he never met with a witch doctor while he was I there. I hope not. <laughs> I kind of hope he did. Because it would be kind of cool that he's in Africa and all of a sudden this witch doctor's like, don't sign with Everton. And he's like, what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> like, if you were in Africa and some witch doctor came up to you and told you not Two to do something. never happen. But go ahead. <laughs> You wouldn't go to Africa? No. Oh, really? No. Oh, I'd go to Africa. Okay. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. Let me know to, how it goes. You wouldn't go to Egypt? Huh? I've seen National Geographic. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I'll Fair go enough. to Europe. Fair enough. Okay. I just uh, Africa's just not one of those places <laughs> that I'm like. Uh, I really want to go there. I mean, you white motherfucker. <laughs> pretty much. I go to South Africa. Is that racist? What took a second? Oh, yeah, like, did it? Go to South Africa. Oh, you got I it. Get it. I get it. All right. No, I mean, I just seriously, I just never. Okay, yeah. but okay. So let's say you're just you encounter a witch doctor here in the states. Okay. Like Papa Shango comes out. It <laughs> just okay. comes up to you. And he's like, "Quit your job today." I would totally listen to him. You're absolutely, you're right. fucking listening to him. Right. Dude's got a bone through his fucking nose. You're listening no, to him. No, I mean, I just, I had a bum on the street could walk up to me and tell me to quit my job. <laughs> I'd be like the Cleveland Browns. Draft Johnny Menzel. Okay, cool. <laughs> quit your job. All right, cool. <laughs> bum on the street told me to do it. I <laughs> seem prophetic. Yep, there you go. That's, That's just how I feel about if my If you guys want Browns. Scott to do something, dress up like a bum and just fucking run into him. Or just dress up as yourself. <laughs> just tell me to quit my job. Hey, somebody tell me to quit my job. <laughs> I really want to quit my job. I just need that last push. All right, let's move on before <laughs> Scott gets fired for this show. All right. Uh, Diddy, Steph Curry, and now T.I.? <laughs> yeah. Uh, everyone is weighing in on uh, buying an ownership stake in the now-for-sale, now that their season's over, Carolina Panthers. Uh, the rapper from ATL was approached in Beverly Hills yesterday and asked if he wanted in on a chance to be an NFL owner. And shockingly enough, and really refreshing for me, uh, it, his answer will probably surprise you. All right, so you heard Steph Curry and Diddy. They're going to try to make a bid on the Panthers. Any desire? Do you want to get in on that? <clears throat> no. I want to spend a bunch of money on something that I can't do what I want when I want. You know what I mean? The NFL is... The yeah, this guy loves taking videos with me. <laughs> the NFL is the true... They're going to they gonna, they gonna be the true dictator of any situation. And, you know, the same reason I don't want an NBA team, because I don't want to answer to the NBA. I don't want to answer. If I spend 
tens of millions or hundreds of millions of dollars. What's up, what's up? I want full reign jurisdiction over everything that I got that occupies my prop my intellectual property. I love this, man. And you know what I'm saying? Spit it. Wow. You can't do that with the NFL. Now, do you think that this is a smart move business wise because the I mean, NFL seems to be losing a lot of money, a lot of viewership? Do you think this is the time to buy? If they're interested and they have just as much, just as many resources as the next person who places a bid, I think they should have an opportunity to buy. Just I just want to be interested. They got more money than me. I appreciate your time as always, T.I., okay? Bless, man. T.I. The funniest part is he gives a very thought-out, like, legit reasonable answer i think my favorite part is he corrected himself mid mid quote yeah, tens, tens of, of millions hundreds, hundreds of millions because he realized wait a minute tens of millions ain't buying shit it's like a billion plus right so i mean it's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions right. but at least he corrected himself starting off with tens of millions like no no no, no. if i had like a couple hundred thousand like i might put it down <laughs> for an nfl team you know, right we'll see. but i mean i like how he actually thought it out it's like hey look I can't really do what I want. I have this owner, even though I'm an owner, I can only do so much within the confines of what the NFL says I can do. And that's a very smart, like, business decision. Like, not to just say, I want to get it. Now, I, I will say that the reporter asking the questions is a really big dumb fuck because despite losing all the money and all that, so being an NFL owner, owner is still profitable as oh, fuck. Yeah. I mean, the fact I mean that, if you can get in on that, get yeah. in. The fact that Mike Brown and uh, whoever the fuck owns Cleveland now can put out <laughs> those products that they're putting out and still raking cash. Right. Mm, yeah, it's a yeah. good deal if you but, got the cash to do uh, it. But I, if you have the hundreds of dollars to do it, <laughs> you should fucking do it. But I certainly <laughs> appreciate that T.A. is just like, eh, not for me. Like, I'd, I, I, yeah. I don't have control over it. I'd rather put my money elsewhere. Like, that's a very good smart business decision rather than just being like hey you know uh, I heard that you know there's a lot of money in it so yeah I just throw money at it and not know right. anything or not like really give it any thought not to say that Steph Curry and Diddy haven't given any thought but for him to have just said nah that's not for me I, I applaud that response. Yeah, I think it's so quick for people to just be like, yeah, I'm in. I'll do it. Exactly. And, then, and not really understand what they're getting into. Absolutely. So it is, like, it it is cool like to see a dude actually that thinks it some thought. Right. Well, and what you wouldn't expect for A, a rapper, and uh, <laughs> B, I mean, somebody who, I, he, I mean, he did also, I, I give him props, self-deprecating. They got more money than me. Yeah. Recognizes that he doesn't have the money. He's not Derek Jeter. Fuck it. We're going to make this happen. I don't care if I can't actually afford this be, team. I just want to be an owner. I'm going to be the highest paid player. Right. Or highest paid guy on this organization. Like he recognizes that takes a lot of money. I don't have it. I feel I'm like T.I. is business. like the the bummer guy in the office that like when the jackpot for the Mega Millions is really high and everybody's like, what would you do if you win the money? He's me. And he's like, well, first I'd pay off some credit card debt and then that's I'd probably me. like maybe maybe just slightly upgrade my house. Like I don't want to go too actually, big. But- actually, if he was really like me, when those are going around the office, I'm always like, nah, because y'all ain't going to win. And, and there's no point in me giving you my $2 just to piss it away. I know it's only $2, but y'all go ahead. I'll see y'all on Monday when we don't win, when y'all don't win. And I'll be the one who's like, hey, told y'all. <laughs> that's, that, that's you're the totally fucking me. dick in the office. Oh, I told everybody you. else is like, oh, man, I'd, I'd pay somebody a million dollars to like walk up and like take care of this customer with their pants off. And no. it would be hilarious. And you're no. like, no, why would you Why would you waste your money like that? No, I you got to reinvest I it. I want to be in 
charge you got intellectual property. Right, you, you have to you have to get long money. Like you, you, you got to make that money work for you. There's no way I just blow it all. Like I mean, if I hit the lotto, that's how I would do it. First, I would take care of all of my debt, and then I would talk to a lawyer and make sure that I was set up so that my children's children's children could go forth and prosper. Meanwhile, I'm the dude that you hear about on the news three years fucking later. Fucking making it rain, and you're, like, you're, mad. you're yeah. addicted to math, no teeth. Yeah, three like, years later, I don't know what happened, but I hit the lotto, and I'm one of them sad stories. Yeah. Shocker. And I had to move to Florida because that's what we do when we win the lotto. We move to Florida and fucking. And then I, my theory has always been though, just to wrap this up, the reason I don't get on those office pools because the people who win the lotto, old people about to die, mm-hmm. and white trash, and neither of those two <laughs> groups of people work at my job or get in those office pools. And so I'm like, you ain't gonna win. You know who wins those fucking office pools? We don't have either either of the, the key demos for a, a lot of winners. So until we get those, I ain't fucking playing. Let me know when we hire somebody who's like on death's doorstep who gets in this pool or somebody who's super right trash. Then y- y'all are getting like $50 from me because we go into the show. All right, let's wrap up for deck with this last story. Uh, last year, Scott and I debated the national title game and whether or not it was the best of all time. Uh, I said it was. Scott said no because 2006 was. I was correct. Anyways, regardless of who was right or wrong in that, which right. uh, neither one can be can claim a, a victory in that. Uh, go back and watch 2006 and, and, and confirm my rightness. But go ahead, Mike. Yeah, well, you can go back to last year and confirm my whiteness. Cause, um, <laughs> I can go back to <laughs> two minutes ago week. and confirm that. <laughs> Uh, anyways, uh, this week's title game ended up uh, being fairly exciting for like a, a what looked like a pretty boring game. It yeah. turned out to be a, a good game, uh, not as good as last year's, not as good as 2006, no. but it was a it was an entertaining game for one that we all kind of dreaded to see happen. No one though could have foreseen that at halftime Nick Saban would turn to his backup quarterback Tua. And I'm not even fucking going for that last. Nobody name. knows how to pronounce his name la- last name yet. He, he is Tua from now until. For eternity. To attack it. He's got, he's got a one name. Yeah. He's, he's like a, Seal. Right. <laughs> Tua. Well, he uh, he came in at uh, at halftime, took over uh, in the ballsiest coaching move I've ever seen. Yes. Gave Alabama the spark they needed to uh, <clears throat> turn the tide and, <laughs> and won the game for, uh, for Alabama. Turns out, though, that somebody maybe could have predicted that. Could have been a little prediction. Uh, and that person was Twitter user at DyerWasDown, a.k.a. Mike Denevy. He had a, a little thought. If you check his Twitter feed at 7.30 p.m., which was just minutes before game time, Denevy tweeted out, quote, to a winning national title game MVP tonight. And then emojis of write it down, book it. No idea how he would have thought that. I mean, it had to be just tongue-in-cheek. And as you were reading that, the thought occurred to me. Did we not have a story at some point because about this guy and his Twitter feed? And I remember reading his description because I thought it was funny. The at Dwyer was down, and I was like, what's the story behind that? And I never did actually get the answer, but I'm like, didn't we talk about this f- there was, the there was before. somebody. Because he's somebody like in, in in the description on his profile. It said he works for. He's got a lot of followers. He works for like Bleacher Report or something. Like he's somebody, but he's still just a guy. Like he's nobody. He's not a household name or anything. Right. But he has something. And I thought 
We've talked about this guy before, but either way doesn't detract from the fact that motherfucker called this guy being the MVP before the game started. The dude that you were like, that guy's not even going to see the field. Right. The only way. The guy whose parents are the only ones who know that he's (laughs) even in the game. Going into that game, the only way he gets into that game is if Hurts gets hurt. That's the only way that that two is going in that game. And then Nick Saban turns into a fucking psycho and goes to his backup quarterback. Right, because you figure even if they were down 50 that there's no way they're going to their backup quarterback. Because, I mean, why would they? I mean, it's the national title game. I mean, at that point, it's like, all right, whatever. Get some guys experience. No, but even then, it's Nick Saban. He's crazy. He still thinks they've got a chance to win. coming back in this one. Right, so, I mean, he's keeping all the starters in there all the way through till the final whistle. So, the fact that he switched out for backup quarterback and then this guy called it. But what was most amazing, the responses... To this, this yeah, guy. yeah, he got some amazing responses. One person just straight responded with the cover of the 2000 <laughs> to 2050 Sports Almanac that was featured in Back to the Future too. <laughs> that Biff took and ended up winning his fortunes. Like, just tweeted that photo because I mean that would be like the only way you would know something like right. that, right? Is if you had access to. Some futuristic piece of evidence that there's, showed yeah, there's no that way he won that. Uh, another person had tweeted out, hey, what year are you from? And it said 2018, like 2030, or like 2140, or something like that. Like, it just kept going into the future. Like, it, it was a poll, like, you know, some absurd amount of years like that he was from, which is very similar to the, the book cover. You know, yeah. you know when Tua came in at halftime, that guy, like, woke his wife up and was like, holy shit, it's going to fucking happen. It's going to happen. And she was like, what? But that's just the, the crazy alone. thing. Even if he came in, you have to be sitting there for a little while like, huh, oh, my God, I predicted this guy would win the, the MVP. And now he's in the game. That's pretty funny. Like, huh, wouldn't it be crazy if he did actually win MVP after I said that? <laughs> like, you're still thinking it's absurd because, I mean, at that point, a freshman, a true freshman QB, the, the game, right. they're down 13 nothing. Like, the likelihood that he's going to do anything spectacular, very, very slim. Yeah, but once once they got on a roll and they score that first one, and you're like, "This could happen." (laughs) Then you're like, "If they win this game, it's gonna be because of him." And then then he is the MVP. Like, I'll be right. You know, when Bama missed that game-winning field goal, he was like, "Yes, they can't give it to the kicker now." Right, sweet. (laughs) (laughs) I'm either gonna be right or whatever, but that kicker ain't getting it. Fuck it. This has been Upper Deck brought to you by Gamefly.com. Make sure you head on over to our website, CrapRootSports.com. There's a ton of good shit up there. Tank put up an article this week about uh, Conor McGregor and what he's going to do in 2018. No mention of Fiddy, though. So I don't know if Tank just doesn't we'll have, have his facts correct or what. Um, maybe he needs to revise that article. <laughs> go, go back and check that out, Tank. And that uh, that leads us right into talking about the national championship. Yeah, let's let's do that before we do white motherfucker this we, week. We already discussed. Already... Yeah, well, and we already discussed it was too... there there's not too much to go into and I mean, you know, you've seen it, everybody knows the outcome and how it went and we kind of discussed the the absurdity of everything that happened there in the the um the last story, but I think the biggest takeaway is the fact that both you and I uh we're living that dad life. Dude, total total dad life so during that game. So I went to bed before the game started. Smart move. That's a smart move. I fell asleep. Well, in the game, I guess, technically already kicked off, but I, I was in bed by about 8.30. And I woke up and thought, hey, the national championship's going on. I should go check in on it and see what's going on. And when I turned on the TV, 
it was just the start of the second half, and I saw <laughs> Alabama's down 13 to nothing. I'm like, my first thought was, ah, fuck, Lou the dog's going to get another point on me. <laughs> my second thought was, I mean, it's only 13, and if any damn team's going to find a way to bullshit their way into this, it'd be Alabama. I'm up now. I might as well just see how this plays out at least until it gets out of hand. You so saw Tua I s- come in and you were like, when did Hurts get hurt? Like, actually, I Google some shit. That, I actually didn't understand what happened. Like, it, he's in there and I, I didn't quite figure out what was going on. And it wasn't until about halfway through the third until I realized, oh, they just took him out because Hurts sucked. It wasn't yeah. anything that happened. So, Meanwhile, it was, it was I saw a good portion of the game, uh, right. but in true dad fashion, where you're able to just pass out wherever you are, that's what happened to me. Uh, fourth quarter. Yes, I am sick, Mike. I, 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 I have a cold, and so I'm sitting here sucking snot and barely being able to breathe. <laughs> By the way, Tank uh, mentioned... I am the true mouth breather. Tank did mention episode. that in his, in his article, and I apologize, Tank, you are correct. He mentioned that he listed a wild card section for Connor, so 50 falls underneath that. Ah! So pulling for the wild card yes. for 2018. Wild card, bitches! <laughs> uh, yeah, I, so I watched uh, a good portion of the game. I saw Kendrick Lamar's halftime show because I really wanted to see if there was anything that he did that would uh, uh, spark some Republican vile and nothing really happened. Because <laughs> I was like, this is, there's going to be some shit going down with this one. And then, I mean, he did awesome. I thought it was a great halftime show, but um, nothing crazy. Right. And then after the third quarter ended... I just drifted off to sleep. Didn't even fight it. I didn't even know what was happening. Next thing I know, I wake up and they're doing the coin toss for overtime. So I almost missed like most of uh, most of the game. I happened to wake up at half or at, in overtime. I saw Georgia's possession. I saw Rodrigo Blankenship with his uh, ridiculous field goal to put Georgia ahead. Oh, I didn't think was he was going to make it. What was even What's even more saying insane is his stupid glasses. The, the dumbest God, glasses. He, so dumb. he is the weirdest looking football player I've ever seen in my life. Uh, but I saw his uh, field goal, and then Mike I is saw... also correct that Kendrick Lamar was not a good lip singer. No, but it the, was the theory bad. behind that, and I, I, I fully subscribe, is. They made sure that he was lip singing so that he couldn't go off script and be like, drop a fuck Trump or anything crazy. Couldn't do anything. You were looking for something yeah. like crazy. And that's why they have him I lip sync. I feel like they do that with all halftime shows. Though. They like, that's do. Not, that's but not I mean, news. more so when right. you're going to have a Kendrick Lamar who everybody going so into the game think, is already expecting, oh man, he's going to say something crazy. Do you he's think gonna do that microphone just didn't even work? Like they just, oh yeah. They gave him the kid's Absolutely. mic. That, yeah. <laughs> the, it, was, it was a toy the mic. The one that you give your little The one you get from with. McDonald's that actually just echoes. <laughs> that, that's exactly what he had. They're like... Yeah, they were like, here you go, Kendrick, and patted him on his head as he went out to the fucking stage. He's like, all right, let's do this. As soon as he got out there, it's like, oh, shit. Well, I'm See, out I wish he would have done uh, – who was it? Was it um, was it Nirvana that didn't want to lip sync and they were told they had to? So they just like completely – like made it look as ridiculous as possible. That like, I, I think remember. they were just spinning their guitars around and uh yeah, yeah that, I'm pretty I mean, sure it was Nirvana. I don't it, know if it was a Super Bowl uh, halftime or a, a different award been, show. But I, I also feel like there was somebody who somehow did something like that and also drew attention to something, like somehow got on 
like found a live speaker or something. I could be completely <laughs> making this up. It's, but I feel like it's a fever like, dream you had. Yeah. I feel like somebody did that. Like, uh, <laughs> oh, you, you got to cut my mics or something? Like, I'll find a way around that. Maybe it's just what I would do. I yeah, that's maybe. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, so I fell asleep. I, I saw the, the field goal. And then uh, I saw Tua get sacked in Alabama's and overtime. Like everybody else and I was like, over. Mm, this one's done. Yeah. He he had a nice run in the second half from what I saw. <laughs> I didn't I didn't see the fourth quarter. Not sure how he did. <laughs> uh, obviously good enough to get him tied. So I went to brush my teeth and I literally put the toothpaste on my toothbrush, walked back to my living room and Alabama was celebrating and I was like, what the fuck just happened here? Yeah. So uh, I mean, it was crazy in the fact that Georgia did when when Alabama scored the first touchdown and it made it it made it seven to thirteen. You're like, all right, so it's a game now, right? They're, yeah. They're within a touchdown, and then Alabama or then Georgia scored again, and then it's twenty to seven, and you're thinking, all right. I, I mean, in me too. I'm just thinking, all right, this game's over. I mean, they, they've struggled. It took them an entire half and part of the third just to get their first touchdown for Alabama. Yeah. Like, and it's a freshman QB. It's a cute story, but ah, they're not going to really pull right. this off. Like, this game's over. But then, much like the Super Bowl, Georgia got conservative as fuck and yeah. allowed Alabama so to hang around. That's my and... question for you. Over uh, over the last couple of years, we have seen some of the most amazing comebacks it, that I can remember in sports history, and it seems to be all condensed now. You saw the Cavs come back from three yes. one to beat the Warriors. You saw yes. the Cubs come back from three one to beat the Indians. Uh, the Chiefs blew a lead this weekend in the playoffs. Uh, you saw obviously the Falcons blow the lead to the Patriots last year in the Super Bowl. Now you've got Georgia blowing the lead to Alabama uh, and Alabama's freshman quarterback. How, as a coach, like is your butthole not puckering every time you get a lead in a championship series or game? Because every time it'd be like. Oh, fuck, I want to be like one of those guys. Well, because I think in the moment you're not thinking about it, and you're also thinking... It's got to be in the back of your head, Maybe, sort of, but I mean, when you're in the moment and everything's going on, I don't think you're thinking about, ah, gee, there's been a recent historic run of teams that have fucked this. I don't want to be on that list. I think you're just thinking, let me get through this game, and it's not going to be like that. Like, if that does creep into your head, like, if I'm Kirby Smart in that moment, I'm thinking... I got this. Like, I mean, <laughs> you know, like it, it's good, but I mean, they got their freshman quarterback in, right? Ah, right. Right. I mean, like, there's so many factors that you're just like, let's just get oh, out of the game. Shit. And the clock is your worst enemy. So you're just at that point battling the clock. But right. then all of a sudden, when you look up and you're like, oh, shit, this is happening. I mean, there's nothing you can do once that train starts going. I mean, yeah. once the snowball starts rolling downhill, you just <laughs> fuck. So you're like, oh, shit, well, we got to get back in rhythm, and, and then you can't, and it's too late. And, I mean, when Alabama misses that field goal, that's the only time I think if you're Georgia where you're just like, okay, we're good. Like, we, we're going into overtime, and we can get this. We can recapture it, and the, the narrative won't be that we blew this. It'll just be... We were supposed to win, and Alabama, despite right. you know, putting they, up a valiant effort, like we handled it and we got it. Uh, we got a shit done, and that totally would have been the the narrative. But then the safety <laughs> fucking blew it. <laughs> like the safety just fucking blew it. Hey, we uh we had a, a caller, so I apologize. I I fucked up and didn't have things set up correctly for the drunk line. So whoever just called in twice, we had two calls. Uh, fucking hit us back, man. We'll, uh, actually, they left a voicemail. Should we play the voicemail? Yeah, play the voicemail. We owe it to them. And going to prom and that's all their cock-sucking bullshit. One more time. I'm gonna... Nope, that's the old voicemail. Never mind, we don't have a missed call. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> 
Fuck whoever that was, by the way. <laughs> I'm guessing this is them. Probably. Uh, let's see. Hey, Craft Free Sports, who's this? Oh. All right. The fuck was that? I don't know. They hung up. Here we go. They're back. Hey, Craft Free Sports, who's this? Hey, dumbass, you know who this is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Jim? How you doing? Go nope. ahead, Jim. <laughs> oh, I know. What's going on, Jim. buddy? No, fuck both of you. That's wrong. This is Drew. I know it's Drew. I know who the fuck it I know who the fuck it was. I just figured I'd be a dick. Drew, I saw. Mm, I don't, I don't trust that. I saw two missed calls, Whatever, and then I, I, I was like, "Oh, there's voicemails," and I played the voicemail. And I was like, "Wait, that's the voicemail Drew left." Okay, Drew called. Got it. So I knew it was you, man. I got you. Plus, I got, I got caller you. ID that's on this motherfucker. I know uh, voices. <laughs> I got well, caller ID on this bitch. <laughs> So, so I, I just called in just to, you know, kind of bust your balls and also help you string it out here because it seems like y'all are struggling the way you just started prattling on about, what was that, stirring Republican whatever nonsense? I don't know what that was all about. But um, really, I, I want to just pose a simple question here. Yeah, what's your question? Over, under, will we get more or less than an inch of snow tonight? <laughs> tonight is under. an under. Tomorrow... Uh, I'm, I'm going what? to get the over. Okay, whatever. Who gives a fuck? I mean, CPS is already closed, I heard. Like, they've already closed school for tomorrow. So, <laughs> well, uh, over under, now, will the depth so. storm drop more than one inch of snow on us? <laughs> if it doesn't, I'm going to be really pissed because we could have been doing this 24 hours. I'm going to take I'm gonna take the under mm-hmm. on the snow, but I'm going to say over on the ice. That's where I think we're going to get mm-hmm. fucked, is ice. Yeah. Okay, okay, that's fair. Well, with all that being said, it really doesn't matter if any snow shows up or not because JB, goddamn it, knows what I'm talking about when I say Ohio people cannot drive in the winter like us people from <laughs> Michigan know about. Uh, first so. of all, I, I will say that that is true, but I'm from northeast Ohio up there in Toledo. That's as close uh, to Michigan as you can probably – That's northwest. northwest. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> North, northwest. That's as close to Michigan as you could possibly get without being in Michigan, and I know perfectly well how to drive. And yes, you are correct, though. Everybody else below Toledo, no fucking clue. Uh, Michael, on, I, I mean, uh, Michael on Facebook says three I would to five give inches. I would like to give credit for that, but you don't even know if your you're size? east or west northern <laughs> Ohio. So, I mean, do you, can can you really claim them as like? Yeah, well, you know, Drew, you're going through really a tunnel. So go mean, fuck yourself. Uh, <laughs> yep, break it up. Right, cool. Hey, I'll just end this real quick with one last thing. Uh, Scott, do you know who I picked up in fantasy hockey this week? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Jordan Easton. Mm, good guess. Jordan man. Easton. That's, that is a good a good guess. Greenway. But actually, no. <laughs> it was Devontae Smith-Pelly. Oh, I knew it was going to be somebody black, though. You got to give me credit for knowing it was going to be somebody Drew black. Drew told me he picked him up. He sent me a screenshot. He's like, this just happened. I was like, Scott wouldn't know who that was. <laughs> No, I do know who it was. That's one of the ones that I would get occasionally. I know. I know. Well, he's finally come around. He's putting up some points in our league. And, I mean, that's because we, we give credit for things that matter, like hits and blocks as well. So, you know, I'm trying to ride that Capitals train, except that they, they lost to the fucking BJs today. I don't know what they're doing about that. But uh, either way, uh, good luck on Drew, the rest of your Thursday night, guys. Drew, wait Stay a second. There I got two like questions. you said, hopefully no rain or snow or whatever comes in there. But, all we know is that tomorrow I'm just going to be skating around ice on my front lawn just laughing at people who are freaking out about Best Storm 20, 2018. 2018, my apologies. Drew, wait a second. Before you go, i got two questions for you. Number one, on me. Number one, do the Vegas Golden Knights change their name next year? And if so, what's their new name? The Vegas Golden Showers. 
Winner. I love it. I love it. All right. Second, uh, who is your vote for motherfucker of the week? Are you voting for the kayaker who was cheating or the MLB agent who was peeping on his players' BBCs? Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I, so I, I heard about the canoeer earlier, uh, but I didn't hear anything about this, this BBC situation. That's, yeah, MLB agent. That is just a, a, a huge invasion of privacy. Yeah. Um, but really, they should take it as a compliment, right? Like, he's obviously envious of, of what they're working he's with. Into the, he's but I'm going to go job. back to what I said a couple weeks ago. My motherfucker of the week is still a Jeet Pie until we <laughs> fix net neutrality. So, final answer, Regis. Yes. Fair enough. We will mark that down as a vote for a Jeet Pie. Drew, thanks for the call, That's buddy. Right. <laughs> Y'all take it easy. I'll hear you on uh, Tuesday. All right. See you, man. See you, bud. <laughs> Uh, shout out to Ricky Burke, who says that me, the guy in the 49ers hoodie, is the real MVP. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Cool. No, Ricky Burke, you the real MVP for tuning in and uh, shouting me out. He didn't say MVP, though. He said winner. But yeah, that's fine. That's cool, man. I, um, I was inflating it, motherfucker. <laughs> I was trying to, trying to make it better. And then Matt decided to call me out for the whole TPS education for saying North East yeah, Northeast Ohio. West. I was like, you're from Youngstown, too? Oh, uh, all right, let's get into I had a 50-50 chance. <laughs> I blew it. Fucking Jesus. <laughs> all right, let's get into White Motherfucker let's of the Week, into- where you can blow some shit. <laughs> all right, yeah, we'll do White Motherfucker. This is the part of the show where I... Uh, I have to answer a question. If I get it wrong, I have to do a shot of hypnotic. If I get and if for right, some god-awful reason it gets it right, then maybe next week I'll have to answer a question. Maybe. That's not fucking happening. And um, oh, shit. Sorry, Drew. <laughs> Drew texted me. He was like, is the drunk line not ringing intentionally? Nope. I'm just a fucking idiot, man. Right. All right. Let's get into white motherfucker. All right, sir. Oh, after this, we need to do a shot of Bailey's, by the way. Cause oh, did we get up to I 20 shares? I think we're at 25 shares. Oh, shit. All right. Well, well, let's hurry up and get to that so we don't want to disappoint our fans who actually shared the show. Yeah. yeah. All right. So this week, I was listening to Little Biggie. And I, I, I thought, oh, man, I'm, I got a good one for him. Okay. The Notorious B.I.G. song. Yeah. The popular Big Papa. Okay. Features a sample. Mm. Of a song from the Isley Brothers. <laughs> Name that song. Uh, this isn't even a question that I can say Bobby Brown to. That's the nope. worst part about this. No. I phrased it in such a way that Bobby Brown cannot be your answer. Was it Every Little Step I Take by the Isley oh, Brothers and Bobby wow, Brown? <laughs> no, you're completely off. No, I, uh, I honestly have no clue. I remember there was a sample. I remember... Reading about that, but I have no idea. I couldn't recall what it was. Isley Brothers, Between the Sheets. Hmm. All right. The funny part <laughs> is you've probably heard the Isley Brothers original version. Probably. Like, yeah, uh, I mean, it's not like it's a not popular to me I right mean, now. it's a very popular Isley Brothers song, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, right now I'm just you, like. You, hmm. a white motherfucker. <laughs> sure am. Yep. What's funny is I thought about different ways to phrase that. I was like, hmm. Could I say... Uh, the song is Between the Sheets. Name the If I had said Between the Sheets is the name of the song that they used for the sample, name the artist. Would you Would you have been able to name the I Isley Brothers? I may have guessed Isley Brothers. Okay. I probably wouldn't have known, but it, uh, they may have been one of the ones that I guessed. Okay. Like I, had, uh, I was, con- I was well, conflicted on first, how to put it. My first guess would have been the Bobby Brown 4. Well, then okay. Was- and then here's the, here's the first way that it popped into my head, and I'm like, there's no way I could do that. Was to say the Isley Brothers "Between the Sheets" was used for what famous Biggie song? 
And then you just have to narrow it down to that. And I'm like, he'll get that. I would have been like, oh, God, did this go bad? <laughs> you bought it last week, so I hope not. Like, that's worse than usual. Yeah, well. Maybe it's just because I've been drinking straight rum all night. Probably. It it tastes like a skunk pissed in there. Mm. Did this motherfucker just drink hypnotic and whiskey? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, yeah. I, I don't know if you'd done that. If would you have got it, it that way? Well, I It's hard been, to say now, but... I would have been between... Big Papa or Hypnotize, and I would have guessed one or the other. I right. wouldn't have known. I still okay. wouldn't have known, but I would have guessed. Fair I would enough. have had a fifty-fifty shot. Fifty-fifty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, that that was the way that I figured it would be posed the easiest. So I thought, all right, I'll work my way backwards and see if. He Fair enough. That's a good question. I uh, yeah. All right. Absolutely. Between the sheets, sampled on Big Papa. Yes. If you knew that, you are not a white motherfucker, but I am. So. Um... <laughs> Okay, well, that leads us up to you taking a shot of Bailey's out of the, the class that you drink hypnotic Did this motherfucker drink hypnotic and Bailey's? <laughs> yes, he's about to. Also, you're going to need to buy a new bottle of Bailey's. Oh, God damn it. I'm spending so much money on booze for this show. <laughs> Somebody donate to my GoFundMe. Long-term investment, right? We're going to be famous off this shit someday. And then somebody will be buying us booze, right? The poor man Dan Levitard show right here. This is the poor man Dan Levitard show. Cheers, Cheers buddy. All right, if we get 30, we'll do another one of these. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's disgusting with hypnotic in there. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yep, that's gross. Um, all right, disgusting. Um, all right, put a bow on uh, the national championship game, and unfortunately, the college football season. Um, I'm disappointed, man. I hate when the college football season ends. I was going to ask you though. Overall, satisfied with the year, the ending. Yeah, everything I mean, in between. I mean, I, I feel like for me, and this is just a casual college football fan, so my opinion means no. But that's that's what you're that's what they're looking for, if they're asking. They're not asking for the hardcore. Fans. Yeah, they don't care about what I. Think. For me, overall, it was good. I thought it was. An I don't think it season. was good as last year. I felt like there was more interesting things that happened through the the course of the season last year. This season. Uh, nothing. I don't know. It just didn't feel like anything was like jumped out at me. But it it was good. It was, you know, I enjoyed it. I think the fact that we had two SEC teams sours it for a lot of the a lot of the fans that yeah, are out that there. Because bother me. I think a lot of the maybe that's just the hardcore fans that are just like ah, this kind of sucks. Uh, no, I understand why it bothers some people, but overall. If the goal is to just see, you know, two of the top teams, two well, of the best teams, like I, that's I, been I my argument have, from the from I, I the start. When it, it comes like, to the playoffs, I've always said top four teams, regardless of conference, should be in, and uh, I think they got it right this year. I don't think they. I think those were the top four teams, right. and uh, you know, the playoffs were were entertaining. I think the season was fun to watch. You had teams pop up that. It was like, man, where did these the, these guys come from? Like Miami, I wouldn't have expected a Miami right. to be as good as they were. I also think Clemson is probably on the the downslide now. Like I don't, I think they'll still do well in the ACC, but I think on the national level, after that beatdown from Alabama, yeah, I think they might just take a step back, but maybe not because wasn't their quarterback a sophomore? So yeah. I mean, but I, I, feel I can like, see them being back in the I feel the like this is the, the start of the end for them. And the reason why I say that is because Miami has popped up now as a, a strong contender. Right. And if I'm a high school kid, 
I'd rather go to Miami well, than no go doubt. to Clemson. So I mean, for me, it's always been <laughs> whatever I've said. If you could go anywhere as you know, number one recruit in the nation, and you have your choice of going to any school, the only choices for me were Miami, USC. South Bend, Indiana. Got it. I understand. <laughs> yep. South Bend, Indiana. And anywhere, is right else, up there and anywhere else that's like warm yeah. or something like that. No, like, I mean, no but I mean, Indiana. Miami and USC is always top of those lists. Even when Miami wasn't, you know, yeah. doing well and USC is, you know, falling off from what they were, you know, at the, the early 2000s. Those are just two, the two schools just because of the weather and the campuses and. Yeah, no, I totally agree, and that's why I, f- I feel like those schools do tend to normally draw better, which is why it's so surprising that Alabama gets the recruits they right. do. Because it's like, you're fucking Tuscaloosa, Alabama. You are like, you're a stone's throw away from Scooby, Mississippi, where they have the fucking last chance you. <laughs> there's, it's, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's a lot of shit to do in Tuscaloosa, but I feel like uh, compared no. to Miami, you're... Um, you're definitely at a different uh, environment. Anyways, I think next year is going to provide a, a lot of interesting storylines. We'll see if the Pac-12 can recover after a fucking abysmal season from that conference. I feel like they've had a couple of abysmal They're, seasons. I mean, they've low, been though. struggling. Yeah, I mean, it's been... Since Harbaugh when, left... When Washington is like your representative That's what I'm last saying. year... Since, since Harbaugh left the Pac-12, it's been rough for them. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. that's been, what, six years now? Well, you know it's bad in the Pac-12 when Notre Dame's able to beat USC fairly regularly. Yeah. That's a bad sign for the Pac-12. No doubt. So I think it'll be interesting to see what happens to them. I'll be interested to see if Miami can come back next year and, and repeat and kind of build off of what they had this year. Um, and... Fuck it. I mean, don't be surprised if we've got Bama and Georgia back in things again next year. Oh no doubt. I, there's you had no two. Way. You had two freshman quarterbacks in that game. All right. They're, They're, they will be back in the playoff conversation for most of. the I season. wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if the SEC championship game is Georgia versus Bama, with winner oh, going absolutely. to the playoffs and loser potentially going to the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, should we talk about racist jerseys? Yes. Should we get oh to this story? Oh, God, this <laughs> fucking asshole. So this story broke from Cincinnati this week. Um, whoever's texting me, sorry. Uh, uh, anyways, this story broke this week, and uh, it actually was started by a guy that hates me. The guy who brought this story to light. I didn't start this. <laughs> you motherfucker. What? what? <laughs> Oh, so oh, somebody else. Who hates you. <laughs> yeah, okay, different person that gotcha. hates you. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, anyways, this guy, he, I've gotten into debates with him. He's a big Aroldis Chapman dick rider, and I called him out on it one day. We had a big Facebook war Kerfuffle. over it, and he ended up blocking me on Facebook. But he brought to light uh, his his kid plays for a West Claremont basketball team here in Cincinnati for the Cincinnati. I don't even know what youth league this right. is it's not affiliated with high schools but it's kind of affiliated with high schools but not really anyways um they're playing a team from kings here in cincinnati and the kings players team name the wet dream team kind of funny that's kind of funny no not kind of funny really funny but that <laughs> that alone should be a tip-off that's right? where yeah if i don't understand how that team name the name wet was dream allowed. team right i mean it's funny 
but not something that I would think would get passed into yeah. an official league of any time. Uh, they were they were a rec league. Yeah. They were kicked but. out of the league, uh, forfeited the game, and kicked out of the league for the names that they put on the back of their jerseys. They had names like one of the kids' name is Kuhn, K U H N, but he spelled his name C O O N. There's another guy who put on the back of his jersey knee, like the part of your body, grow. Uh, like, like growing. growing. Up. Yeah. <laughs> Space in between. And everybody was like, Negro. Oh, I get it now. Uh, there were a lot of racist names on the back of the jerseys. Um, th- this guy that uh, hates me called attention to this on, on social media. It blew up. They ended up canceling the game and kicking the team out of the league. How the fuck does this even happen? Like, the only way I can envision this happening is if this team doesn't have a coach. But they do have a coach. There's an adult who is responsible for this team that's like, yeah, guys, this is a good idea for jerseys. We There's should also totally fucking adults do that. for each of those parents who saw the jerseys and thought, yeah, that's totally acceptable and cool. Yeah. Yeah, here's the weirdest part about this, and this is one thing that hasn't been reported on in this story. This was their fourth game of the season that this happened. So three other times, these kids went out on the floor wearing jerseys that say Negro, Negro. and Coon, and everybody was like, hmm, all right. It, totally, totally fine. It's rec league. What are you going to do? And just <laughs> let it go. How the fuck does or that happen? Or even worse. <laughs> yeah. Negro and Coon. I get it. That's my favorite fucking team. Where can I can get one of them fucking jerseys? Hey, man, he spelled Negro wrong. <laughs> you yell <laughs> at him at halftime? I'll buy 10. <laughs> fucking hell. I don't understand how this happens. Like, there are so many levels that you have to go through to get a right. jersey printed that has that on it. You, like, it's the coach as if has a multi-million dollar company would allow a young black kid to wear a hoodie that said... Craziest monkey in the jungle or something along those lines. I don't fucking know. It, it's nuts, right? I mean, like, how the fuck does that happen? But here so we are. So somebody, same they, week. Like, that coach was like, hey, guys, fill out this form. Tell me what you want on the back of your jersey and what, what number you want. And I'll send Then I'll order. change it. And then, then the, the orders came back, and he was like, that's not how you spell coon. <laughs> He's silly. Moving on. <laughs> Negro. What? Cool. Moving on. And just... Kept pushing it along. And then the printer got him and we're like, hmm, okay, sure. That's what we're going to do. I don't blame the printer, though. I kind of do. Do you? I mean, because the How do you not just... call the coach at that point and be like, hey, man, do you realize what this is? Because like, you, you just paid to print the jerseys. And I mean, like, they're couldn't not. Couldn't the printer I, I, say, I no, I'm not printing this shit? No, but I mean, I get, sure. But I mean, I guarantee you they weren't even really paying attention. They just, oh, this is, they this were is good. This, they were paying attention. This isn't. This isn't like a fucking assembly line. This is some small shop <laughs> where some guy was lining up letters and ironing them the fuck on the jersey <laughs> and was like, Negro, I'll iron that one on. Hell yeah. Number five. There you go, buddy. Like, they, So the, the printer has a little bit. The, whoever made those jerseys has a little bit of fault in this as right. well. There, there's a lot of eyeballs. And then three fucking games that they let these kids go through. <laughs> I got, like I told you before the episode started, I, you know, I just wish they would have played an inner city school. Like that, yeah. that should have been their punishment. <laughs> That's true. They should have had to play the next ten games against <laughs> Negro <laughs> schools, and, and then you 
know, we'll see how they come out of it. Yes. See, see how that ends up for them. <laughs> I, I guess it's easy with, in a, a rec league with, where you're only playing against a bunch of other white kids. Yeah. And you know, uh, you know, uh, it's funny. <laughs> and they, you know, they're not really worried about it. Sure. But put them in a city league. That would have been the punishment. How, you play the next ten games in a city league. Ten games you're going up against Withrow. You play Winton Woods. Yeah. You play Hughes. Uh, and... The referees are all graduates of those schools. Good luck, fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> that should have really been their punishment because, I mean, you know, I let them escape easily by just having them forfeit all their games. Now they're just sitting there stewing and figuring out their next racist move. <laughs> Getting put on their ass quite a few times really makes them think about it. So I feel like they got off easy. Yeah. But I also told you this earlier in the week. I, I still, and this is just my own thought. I mean, whatever. I'm sure somebody will tell me I'm wrong. But I, the coon to me has, has always been one of those, uh, <laughs> like, derogative terms that doesn't really affect me. It's the cracker. It, it's, well, it makes like, me chuckle. Yeah, that's, and that's here's, silly. Here's, here's why I, I know, like, I, part of it, too. And I, I've always thought, is that racist? I don't know. It's it's a raccoon. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> if you've ever been in between Toledo and Columbus, you've seen a place called Coons Candy. And there's signs <laughs> leading up to all the way, you know, next exit, Coons Candy. You know, come out, Coons Candy. And you're just like, wow, that's it's racist. And then you get up to the, the thing and you see it on the side of the highway, just, yeah, coons candy, you know, pull over. And it's just this fucking raccoon and a chef's hat. And it makes, <laughs> fucking, fucking makes me laugh. Like, yeah, that's coons. <laughs> so the derogatory term coon, like, ah, that's just cute and funny and cuddly. Like, it doesn't fucking bother me. I mean, it, it wasn't like he just had straight nigger on the back of his jersey. That would have been a real problem. Like, this guy wasn't trying to code anything with Negro. He just... <laughs> then, then I, I subscribed to your the guy ironing on. I, you know, this was fucked up. Like, uh, gotta, uh, <laughs> I should probably call money. the coach. Like, Ooh, gotta right. make that money. Nigger on the back. There's no way that somebody's last name is this. But did it, oh well. Did he mean to put the hard R? Well, I'll just keep on ironing. <laughs> they paid for it. I mean, I gotta pay, right? All right. Like, then I got a problem. But I'm, a, I'm just gonna iron this on. But if a gay person tried to order something, <laughs> nope. I'm saying no to that. Right. <laughs> but I mean, coon just makes me laugh. Like it's just it's one of those derogatory terms. It's just kind of cute. Like, oh, you called me a coon? Oh, damn, that hurts. Can we research real quick how that even started? I don't even know. I mean, I'm sure it's got some stupid fucking origin. I'm it, sure but... it does. Let's see what uh, what the old internet has to say. I love that Wikipedia has an entry list of ethnic slurs. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wikipedia's you know, got everything. In, though, college, so. in college, I wasn't in the dorm. I was in Coleman uh, sophomore year, but uh, my friends in Husband sophomore year, their RA had put up on the bulletin board something. He was trying to teach some lesson and, like, had them put up racial slurs on the on the bulletin Sounds board. Like a terrible so idea. Like, but go on. Hey, call attention to this. Don't use these words. Uh, and I just remember everybody being like, "I'm not writing fucking anything." Right. <laughs> that like, sounds like a setup. <laughs> yeah, this is, they see you writing anything. <laughs> I wouldn't use this one, motherfucker. You clearly do. <laughs> uh, let's see. Coon, possibly from Portuguese, Baraco, uh, that doesn't make sense, Spanish, Baracon, a large building constructed to hold merchandise where slaves were kept for sale. Oh, so that's, it's like a shortened form of, 
That's going deep with the thing. That's a. I prefer the raccoon thing. Yes. <laughs> they like Wendy's and they they get in your trash <laughs> and rah, they cause a ruckus. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> They wear chef's hats and make you candy if you're driving in between Columbus. They push it over your garbage cans. Yeah, those, those oh, bastards. Damn, ah, ah. damn them. <laughs> I, I just, oh, it's, it was the nickname. Of, like, what? Who knows that? <laughs> right. Who knows that who's been alive in the last, you know, hundred years? <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> Anyways, point being, um, shout, shout out to that, that dude that hates me for calling this out. I mean, at least he had the balls to take a picture and, and call out the... The ridiculousness of this, right? Uh, I, I, I would love to be like, how the fuck did you get past three games? What if we could get that coach on to do an interview with us? Would There's you no sit down? Way. Would I would. No, I would. I would. I mean, I would talk to him. I talk to the fucking kids. I'd be like, what the fuck is your problems? Like, <laughs> hey, Negro, <laughs> tell me about your thought process of this jersey. Like, t- tell me about that. Like, what the fuck you got for me? Like, I would ask him. I wouldn't have a problem with it. They're they're clearly racist fucks, so they'd be intimidated. I mean, those, those are clearly no, but I mean those are clearly kids no, that have right. never yeah. actually faced any type right. of opposition for that. It's like you know why I can do this and get away with it, and I think it's funny nobody and cute, says shit. right? Because nobody has like gotten my face about it and threatened me with any type of stuff. Like I'm surrounded by people who think this is cute and funny and all that shit. So I'd just be like, so Negro. <laughs> I love that you'd call him by Where'd the name. Where'd you come that? Oh, I totally. I mean, it's on the back of your jersey, right? That's what you want to go by. And make him more uncomfortable, right? Because I mean, if you're calling it out to the face, like again, it's funny when you're kind of like anonymous, right? Uh, right. I really have to own up to it. But somebody calls you out about it and confronts you about it, then it's like, uh, no. I mean, I'm not really racist, bruh. Tank wants to know <laughs> if these jerseys are going to be in the new XFL. <laughs> <laughs> Good chance that they won't be, but I mean, you know, I feel like if I wear the Negro jersey, though, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> a, little, a little set of rules for those jerseys. Also, there's the double pun of me being short, and it's like, hey, Negro. <laughs> like, ah. Dude, I just love that, like, there are fail safes put in place. Like, if you try to get a vanity license plate and you try to, yeah, like, skirt yeah, the yeah, system, yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll they're like, catch no, you can't. Hell, I, even if, I like can't. we said, at the NFL, like, you couldn't get a Ron Mexico jersey because of right. the story that that has yeah. outside of, completely outside of the sport. The NFL shut that shit down. Yeah. I mean, if you try to do cute little shit like that, there's right. fail-safes yeah. to stop that. Like, uh, this, I, remember, uh, well. I remember trying to get a vanity license plate when I was in high school because I thought it was funny that the, the license plate was P3N15. Penis. And it fucking caught it. It caught it. So uh, the government, the Ohio State government, who is dumb as fuck, was able to be like, "Uh uh-uh, you can't use penis. And this guy was just like, Negro, I don't get it, but we're going to iron this shit on. Yes, I mean, yes, taking it into that context, like, it's crazy. But, you know, I feel like this guy was just trying to make a Maybe, maybe these were homemade jerseys. Maybe they just got the jerseys and they gave them to the kids and they were like, you get to put your own name on it. Get the iron-on letters from Michaels and put on the name that you want, which, not a smart move to give to junior high or high school kids or whatever, but maybe. I don't know. But then you would think when they showed up at the first game, the coach would be like, we're playing fucking T-shirts. <laughs> get a Sharpie out, draw numbers on your fucking shirt. We're not wearing these. 
But instead, he was like, Negro. <laughs> I like it. Get on out there, five. You're in the starting lineup. <laughs> That's it. Get you're, on out there. You're playing the three. Come on. Let's go. <laughs> I got time to be, you know, <laughs> politically correct about this shit. Just get out there and ball out. Fuck it. Do you think it was just like a high school kid that was coaching their team that was he's just like barely that's, older that's than them? That's what I'm saying. I feel like this all has to be just one big joke. I, I have so many questions nobody, that nobody, I need to know. Nobody's this stupid, are they? But people are yes! losing. No, I know. I'm saying that they are. Like people are losing their jobs and resigning from school boards, and uh, there's all this big clusterfuck shit. You yeah, want to talk about true. the NFL? Yeah, we can talk about NFL. Or do you wanna you wanna get into some Scotty doesn't know? You feeling awake enough to to Ooh. get into your Scotty doesn't know? Uh, yeah, I feel awake enough, but I feel like I should get Scotty doesn't know before I I pass that point. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah. let's get into uh, Scotty doesn't know. This week there was a. Um, there was something that came up. Let's let's play the sound bite that triggered this. Um, this week was CES, the Consumer Electronics Show in uh, Vegas, home of the Golden Showers, and uh, Floyd Mayweather. We're was trademarking there. that, by the way. So they're, they're paying us royalties. Like, I'll sue the fuck out. Right. Of them. Don't you dare use that shit. <laughs> but I'm gonna wait until midway through the season next no. year, and then be like, "Hey, by the way, we, we said, said it that. first. <laughs> uh, Floyd Mayweather was hawking some new VR. Uh, exercise equipment that he's got, uh, and he was approached by Men's Health. And if you've never seen CES, there's always like magazines and websites and stuff going to each booth, doing these interviews with the latest technology and trying to break these stories. So, anyways, this is a portion of the interview with Floyd Mayweather from Men's Health. Uh, we're gonna back this up a little bit. In uh, he had just gotten on this whole spiel about the VR headset system and the. That's true. We have a we have a question from a viewer. Floyd, we got a couple of questions about Bitcoin. What's your thoughts on Bitcoin and cryptocurrency? Um, I'm here to talk about the, you know, the Mayweather fitness. I'm talking about the virtual reality. This is CES. You know, let's talk about that. Um, I can talk about uh, Girl Collection. We'll be open tonight. Girl, well, I actually I was going to ask you about uh, Girl Collection. That is your your club here oh, in course. Vegas. Yes. Well, I wanted to ask you Gen about a your, gentleman's club. A gentleman's because club. Because there's a difference. A gentleman a gentleman's club is topless, but a, a strip club is totally new. Okay, so we're gentlemen's club. Gentlemen's club. Okay, so tell me, after a night out this motherfucker. club, Thanks for breaking that. So, I just to work out the next day. Okay, so th th he goes on to talk about working out after working at a, a gentleman's club the night before. But the point being, uh, the viewer question was about Bitcoin. Floyd clearly had no clue what the fuck Bitcoin was, and was like, I'm not going to talk about that. We're here to talk about my VR shit that I'm trying to hawk. And I'm not going to talk about that. Well, let's, let's just talk about this. And then pivoted and was like, well, we can't talk about my titty bar. <laughs> you want to talk about my titty bar? Because we can talk about my titty bar. Um, and uh, and went like on to... wants to talk about my titty bar. <laughs> went on to, to discuss that for a while. Later on in the interview, this happened. Well, it doesn't really matter. It's about, it don't really matter if they're throwing their questions wrong. It's all about fitness. It's not about becoming a fighter or becoming a boxer. It's about burning calories. And uh, like I said, when... We got a little early, sorry. We got it in there a little earlier. Uh, when I gave you guys the demo. You know, if you look good, you feel good. Here we go, here we go. Here it comes. And I want to ask you, um, back in the other room, you said life is about growing. Yes. And we're asking a lot of men, um, in light of the Me Too movement, how men can grow in 2018. The who? The Me Too movement, women speaking out about sexual assault. 
Because oh. um, when, you, when you say me too, my thing is this. When somebody be like, oh, I got a Rolls Royce, I'll be like, me too. When somebody say they got a pri private jet, I say, I got two, but me too. <laughs> very different, child. Uh, me too. <laughs> well, I didn't know. I didn't know. My me too movement from the beginning was uh, whenever somebody said they got, I'd be like, me too. Somebody say uh, they got a billion dollars, I said, I made a billion dollars, me too. I know you have a sensitive side. You've talked about your sensitive side before. Oh, well, of course. I mean, you know, you live and you learn, but, uh, you know, certain, you know, I think there's everyone, if you're in a, um, an uncomfortable position. <laughs> Your face right now is I mean, fucking priceless. Pray about it, you know, you know, talk about it. And, and I think that, you know, sexual harassment, I don't think it's cool at all. I don't think it's cool. I don't think it's cool. At sexual all. assault, I don't think it's cool at all. After stammering for 30 seconds. So, ladies and gentlemen, Scotty doesn't know. And this week, <laughs> Scotty doesn't know. Why the fuck Floyd Mayweather opens up his mouth? <laughs> like, okay, for all you Floyd Mayweather dick riders out there, that's cool. You can support Floyd Mayweather. Look, I, I'm an R. Kelly fan, and we all know the fucked up shit that R. Kelly's done. <laughs> that being said, there's only so much that you can support off these motherfuckers. When they do documented shit that's been proven or so alleged that it's, it's basically fact, you can only defend them up to a certain point. So what I want to know is, why are there so many people that will excuse Floyd for what the fuck he's done outside of the boxing arena? Yes, we get it. The motherfucker is 50-0. Yes, he might be the best boxer of all time. But that doesn't excuse the fact that he's beat women. So then, you fast forward to this fucking interview. And he jokes, ah, ha, 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 ha. ah me too, I got money, me too. And the interviewer stops. And she says, no, she explains it to him. The Me Too movement has to do with sexual assault and harassment and yada, yada, yada. At that point, Floyd could have easily said, you know what? I'm not really comfortable with this. And you know what? I, that's, that's a different topic. And I don't want to talk about it. No comment. But no, he doubles down and continues to joke. That's where the fucking problem comes in. <laughs> this motherfucker... Knows damn well about his history being shitty with women and beating women. It is well documented. And fine, even if he has grown, even if he has learned, the easiest way to say something without saying it is just kind of gloss over it. Not make a fucking joke. It's a serious fucking topic. And yet this asshole took the opportunity to <laughs> double down on a joke. Now, I don't expect much out of athletes, and I certainly don't expect them to fucking learn or fucking grow. They, I mean, they can say all they want, and you know, their actions always prove otherwise. But at the end of the day, we as fans, we have to fucking do better, right? And so if you're a fan of Floyd Mayweather, that's fucking fine. But you've got to expect the backlash from people calling you out on the fact that <laughs> this dude is a fucking piece of shit. And you can't hide behind the fact that, oh, well, he's 15-0 and he's the greatest boxer we've ever seen. And then when I turn around and say, yeah, but the motherfucker can't read and try to make jokes about him being illiterate, then you hold up, oh, well, we can't make fun of him being illiterate. And that's, that's really, that's off limits. No, nothing's off limits when the motherfucker jokes about domestic violence. You can't have it both ways. 
Like, if it's fucked up for me to joke about his illiteracy, which I argue it's not, because if the motherfucker's got so much money and he's he's so balling out of control and he's money Mayweather, then the motherfucker can pay for hooked on phonics and he can pay for somebody to fucking learn his dumb ass how to read, right? Like, spend spend some money and learn how to fucking read. If you're worth a billion dollars, me too. Well, then motherfucker, learn how to read like me too, bitch. <laughs> but for people to sit there and try to defend the fact that he's this big time boxer and we can't talk shit about him and we wouldn't know who he was if it wasn't for his ability in the ring and he's a genius because of the way he's marketed himself. Get the fuck out of here with any and all of that shit. You can support Floyd Mayweather. You can be a fan. But I don't want to hear a goddamn thing about defending anything that he does outside of the ring, especially when he has the gall to make fucking jokes about it. And if you do, be prepared to get fucking called out about it. Because <laughs> domestic violence isn't cool. And it's not something to fucking joke about. So I'm here for these illiteracy jokes as long as y'all are here to fucking defend the man who beats women. Get at me. This man Scotty doesn't know. Uh, God, it's been a while since we've had a good Scotty Doesn't Know. I'm Man, glad. I just can't fucking believe like how many people are here to defend Floyd Mayweather because he's a good boxer. I mean, Michael Jordan is one of the greatest basketball players of all time, if not the greatest. And, and he's one of my heroes. But tomorrow, you know what? If it comes out that he's been beating his wife or he beat Juanita back in the day, it completely changes my tune and my defense of him. Like, I can no longer stand behind and I, I feel embarrassed to have put him up on such a pedestal because, I mean, he's yeah. a wife beater. Like, it changes the narrative. See, here's, here's the thing about this whole interview that, that gets me upset. Floyd Mayweather had a chance to win over so many people, like people like me, who look at him and I'm like, every time I see him, I'm like, fuck this guy. Right. I, I don't like this guy. And it's all because of the out-of-the-ring stuff. But had he been asked that question, and sure, he, you know, it's CES, maybe it's not the time and place to, to ask it. But clearly, when you listen to that interview, he was talking about growing in, in the new year. Uh, so he set himself up a little bit for this question. So it's not like this was just a, hey, I'm throwing this in here. It's a wild card. And Well, so and originally, is, the, when it came out, the text, when you read just the text of the interview. It does look like a, a gotcha we're going to trick you. Yeah. Uh, not the case. When we're going to take this call, and then I'll get back to my thought on that. All righty. Craft Brew Sports, who's this? Hey, Tank. What's Tank, up? Tank, what's up, buddy? What's up, buddy? Uh, not much. Uh, Scotty doesn't know is on points this week. <laughs> <laughs> my man. Tank was so excited when we first teased it at the beginning of the show. He was like, Scotty doesn't know, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I'm co-signing this as Tank doesn't understand. Like, yeah, totally. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 will, I will give Floyd this. Thank, I, thank you, Floyd, for defining the definition of a gentleman's club and a strip club. <laughs> Apparently, when I was in a club 10 years ago in Pittsburgh, and I saw a stripper spread her asshole on stage. That was not a gentleman's club. <laughs> Good thing you locked that one down for you, huh? That's not gentleman's yeah, behavior. I, I didn't know. I had no clue. Thanks, Floyd. <laughs> I need to know the backstory on this, man. How did you end up at this club in Pittsburgh, this non-gentleman's club in Pittsburgh? Was it a bachelor party so, situation? No, it was like I was hanging out with some buddies of mine, and it was like after college, and we had met for like a weekend to hang out and drink, and we ended up drinking 
you know, for like six, seven hours. And then my buddy's like, dude, strip club, gotta go to strip club. And I'm like, it's always that okay. Guy. So we go to this, we go to the strip club and they had this deal where you couldn't, you, they wouldn't sell you beer, but you could, be, because it was one of those, was like if they sold beer, then their liquor license ran out like midnight or one. But since they didn't sell beer, they stayed open till like four or five. And so what you would do is you would pay a cover and then you would go downstairs and they had a keg and you would just get like plastic cups and natty light downstairs and you had to tip the girl working it. Two things I'll always remember about that. One, it had an airbrush mural on the wall of the alien from the movie Aliens jumping out of a water attacking a mermaid. And then the girl that was working the keg downstairs was a deaf stripper. What? This sounds like the Floyd Mayweather fucking stripper clubs. Like, <laughs> trying to be on the up and up and present yourself as uh, classy, but really just scummy as fuck. This sounds like the college party of strip clubs. Like, <laughs> all right, pay me $5, the cake's downstairs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and then to top it off, the uh, if you wanted to get the good beer, you had to pay for the champagne room, and the good beer in the champagne room is Heineken. <laughs> wow. And this is, I like Heineken, but there ain't no way it's champagne prices. Yeah. Dang, yeah. That's like, amazing. That, that whole thing was like one of the reasons why I was just like, I'm never going to be a strip club guy. This is, <laughs> this is just not doing it for me. Wow. He's got an even like more in depth reason. Like, I just, the first time I was ever to a strip club was for a bachelor party and hanging out with friends. And I was just in there and I'm like, what is the point of all of this? I mean, I could pay. I, I could not pay chicks to not have sex with me. Like this is awful. And there's a guy yelling at me that I need to either pay twenty dollars for a drink or get the hell out. Like, what? What right. is the appeal of this? Yeah, I, 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 totally don't get strip clubs. And then, like, you look around and you see the other dudes that are there, and they're just fucking losers. It's just like the worst guys on the planet that cannot get laid, and they're just paying out money to maybe get some attention. It's, it's the whole thing's awkward. It really is. It's one of the most awkward transaction it, it's types. Super in, weird in America. <laughs> it's super weird. Yeah, it's like it's me and a hundred other dudes, and we got boners that we can't do anything with, and we're all in a room together. Right. What the fuck are we doing here? And we're paying for it. You want to touch this? Dude, no. When Can you, you touch mine? No. When right. you put it that way, strip clubs in general are the weirdest places ever. As soon as right. you describe it that way, of you and a hundred other dudes with boners you can't do anything about, that is the – every strip club should shut down right now. That's that. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, how is it a thing? Like, would we ever, like, do something where, like, we're hanging out and I'd be like – Hey guys, I got this porn. Let's put it on. Let's not do anything. Let's just all hang out in a room together and watch this porn. Like, what the fuck are we doing here? Right. <laughs> It'd be even weirder if it was like something not not even sexual. Like you're watching a game and all of a sudden it's like, hey man, I got a boner. Me too. Great. And then you just continue <laughs> to watch the game. <laughs> like that's essentially a strip club. But quick, you got to pay twenty dollars to get the fuck out. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Here's, give me give me fifty it's, for that it's, Heineken. That's not a deal. <laughs> Fuck it off. Oh, that's crazy. Tank, I love you, man. Thank you for the call, bud. Hey, no problem. That's what I'm here to do. <laughs> Cheers, bud. We'll see you later. Have a good one, Tank. All right. Take care, guys. See ya. <laughs> oh shit. Um, 
I don't even know where I was going to go with uh, – oh, oh, so Floyd Mayweather had the opportunity, as somebody who's not a Floyd Mayweather fan, he had the opportunity to win me back over with that question because all he had to say to that question is, listen, I have made mistakes in the past. I, I'm really sorry for what I've done. It's, it's awful. It's inexcusable. There's nothing I could say to make up for it. All I want to do is moving forward be a better person. And there's your fucking answer to the and question. And I totally Floyd. support the Me Too movement. Yeah, like, just there's casually your, throw that there's in. your fucking Even if he answer. Fucking does it like just yeah. casually throw it in? There's your answer, and everybody is back on your side. You are you are no longer a villain. Most people, because there'll still be people. Well, that's true. No, I mean, but, I mean, there'll always be. But you you get a good portion least, of the people. Who at least people will don't be like, like you for reasons that have nothing to do with boxing. Yeah, at least people will be like, okay. He's he's at least he's making learning. an effort. Yeah, he's getting better. Yeah, because uh, you're never going to excuse what he's done. Right. You'll never forget what he's done. But it, I mean, but you can. Everybody makes mistakes, and you can you can forgive a person who's contrite. Right. Who, and who's if, making and if an you, effort. It, and people who have fucked up in the past, uh, I I'm a firm believer that you shouldn't. There are some things that obviously you obviously have to pay for. Hef, like a, a hefty murder. Fine. That's that's one of them. Right. That's one of them. And and I'm not saying that like it's okay to beat a woman and then apologize for it and everything's no, forgiven. Obviously. Nobody should forget what he's done, no. but they also can be like, okay. It's that not was however many years ago he is growing from it. Right. He's he's learned from it. He's trying to move Again, if you could show contrition about But god damn it to just be like, me. I got money. I got, I'm a fuck. I'm a baller. Well, and then just Get make it turn it into a joking situation. That's where it's like, you know what? Fuck you. Yeah. Not that only have you not learned. Like, uh, yeah. Not only have you not learned, you continue to be a big asshole about it. And I, I've never even hated Floyd Mayweather for like anything he's done. I mean, I'm for me, Floyd Mayweather has always been take or leave him. Like, I don't care what he's done outside the ring. I don't care what he's done inside the ring. I mean, I, I respect his greatness, but. I'm just not a fan, one way or the other. But as soon as you tell me anything about the domestic violence thing, I'm like, no, oh, well, that's where I draw the line to where, like, fuck this guy. Yeah. And so <laughs> when you double down on, ah, I'm going to make light of the situation, it's like, dude, there's only one thing that can make me, like, yeah. be less supportive. And I'm, like, already kind of neutral towards you. But just all you had to do – and you're you're saying what he could do to make you – Feel better about it, but him. even that. And for that's me, a, all he had to do was just be like, you know what? No comment. Like I just, I don't have anything to say about it because I've found myself in a compromising situation, or like I just don't want to go there because you know I, I'm not the right person to talk about it. Like that'd that be a good me, answer too. Like, that that'd that, be a that great to answer. me wins the argument, or like wins me the over fact, because he just like he recognizes ah, I fucking suck and I've done shitty things. And so I don't really think I can say anything. That's And, and, and I'd be like, all right, man. I can totally, I everybody it. can respect that. I get it, yeah. yeah. Like if you own I'm not going to like you. I right. will never like you. It's essentially owning up to it, which right. he has never done. Exactly. Never done in public. He's the always fact that he dismissed answered, it or joked about it or what the, the fuck The fact happened. that he answered the Bitcoin question better than the one about Domestic, sexual assault. Right. Come on, man. Get fucking fuck ridiculous. Floyd Mayweather, honorary motherfucker of the week, but right. not the motherfucker of the week. We thought about putting him in there, but we figured still time to vote this. though on peeping Tom or cheating ass kayaker. Yeah, Please can go we? Vote. Let's check. Let me check in on the. Where are we at on shares? Uh, you know what? I don't know. I uh, I haven't refreshed lately. I 
And if I do, I'm sure it's going to play through the computer and then it's going to be weird. People are going to be like, why do we hear you guys talking twice? And that's kind (laughs) of stupid. And then we look like fucking Bush League bullshit. Um, I don't know. Let me see. Maybe if I go to this, it'll tell me how many shares we have. Uh, Before we get into all of that, though. Wait, here it is. Um, Nope. Doesn't tell me how many shares. Sorry, dude. Um, Do you want to do a shot of Bailey's anyways? Sure. Okay. (laughs) Why do we have to take all these people from these shithole countries? That's all I want to know. What? Well, I mean, you know, a president said it's, it's cool. Right? <laughs> well, what happened? I forgot that fucking happened. Oh, okay. Oh, well, shit. All right. Well, let's do a... Shithole countries. Let's do just... We're, a doing, a, we're doing a shot of Bailey. Hey, you know what? Shout out to all the shithole countries out there. We're doing a shot for you right now. Very close vote on the motherfucker of the week. The peeping MLB agent is winning 57% to 43 over the drink spiking kayaker. Closest motherfucker of the week so far. It's been a landslide every time. So this one. Coming down to the wire. uh, The gif uh, for the the peeping MLB agent, though, is definitely the best. Cheers to the motherfucker of the week, whoever that ends up being. Cheers to all the shithead nations out there. (laughs) Oh, goddamn. Much better that time around without the hypno. I can taste it. That was much better without the hypno built in. Um, All right, man, let's talk about some NFL playoffs. So uh, were you surprised at all by anything last weekend? Absolutely. We talked about it before uh, the end of last week's show, what we would pick. And the general consensus was all all the home teams. Right, all the home teams. And the only one that I said, man, I kind of feel iffy about was Atlanta Rams. And, Mm -hmm. of course, Atlanta. But I didn't have the balls to pick Atlanta before the game started. So I I punted on that one and got it wrong. So I went two for two, and like most people did. but Not like this guy. Oh, okay. What are you so far behind? Nobody gives a shit. Well, that's that's a fair point. Okay, cool. Three, four, four. But anyway, uh, I mean, <laughs> for the most part, I mean, you're shocked if uh, Atlanta won, and you probably only took them because I suggested that they might. But <laughs> I, no, I had Atlanta from the start. Did you? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. But uh, okay, so that was the only one that I, I felt like I should have fucking got, and then I would have had three or four. But I guess the Actually, biggest. Wait, hang on. I'm going back. I only had two. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you fucking suck. <laughs> you asshole. No, because no, uh, let me explain myself. Okay, this will be good. The, uh, the Panthers-Saints game, I just kept flipping back and forth. I didn't know who to pick in that game. You ended up taking the Panthers? I took the Panthers. Nah, see, that was the one that, d- like. But it was, I mean, you, no, can't, you can't fault me because that, that was, ended up well, being a close game. Well, and that was the second least confident, if I had to pick the confidence of all the ones. Sure. Because, and it was purely because, I mean, you can't beat a team three times in one season, right? I mean, that's like impossible. That doesn't happen. Yeah. And the Saints were it's going up against that. Do. And yeah. so I thought, all right, like, the, but, I, I mean, I just, the, the Panthers all season, just something wasn't right about them. They always yeah, kind of just. Know. Yeah, there was, uh, yeah. And, and. It wasn't until after the show last week that I realized we were sitting there talking about it, and I'm sitting there looking at all these players. Like, I didn't realize that in the NFC, you were talking about three fucking NFC South teams. Now, if you remember correctly, through the first part of this decade, I guess it was, it was every single year 
a different NFC South team won like the division. Like it yeah. kept going like no team would win in back to back years. Right. And then fast forward to two thousand eighteen and I'm like, wow, we didn't even bring it up on the show that and it never even dawned on me that holy shit, three NFC South teams out of four made the playoffs. Like, not only did one win the division, and it was a different one than the year before, but three of the four fucking teams, like, I remember in the last few years there have been divisions, and the the NFC West was one of them with San Francisco and Seattle, and then Arizona was kind of in there. It was like, oh, my God, could they get three? And everybody kind of freaked out, and I don't feel like I heard that at all this year. And then three teams made it, and there was no fanfare made of that. Like, all those years where it could have happened for the NFC yeah. West, and the NFC West was clearly the strongest division because the 49ers and Seahawks were the class of the NFC period, and then you had the the Cardinals were, were very respectable, and the Cardinals would never make it in. And then you had three teams here that made it in from the same division, and I don't think anybody mentioned it. Can I just point out how funny it is that three teams from the same conference make it into the NFL playoffs, and it's not a story. Nobody says shit. Two teams from the same conference make it into the college playoffs, and everybody's like, this is not good. Right. This is bullshit. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I can't believe that when it, when we logged off last week, it dawned on me, like, when I was driving home or whatever. I'm like, holy shit. Three well, teams I mean, that happens. Same that happens to us a lot where we get done with the show. Right. And we're like, I, okay. Like, oh, so that's not, that's not shit. a good enough qualifier, but fine. Just in general, though, I didn't see it written up as a story this week. I didn't see anybody mentioning it going into last week that three teams from the same division. It's pretty fucking crazy. It, it just statistically, it's not supposed to happen. Right. No, it really isn't. Like you're, the, you're... It, the NFL is designed so that you have so much parity that you have one from each division and then one from uh, another. And I like it blows my mind that fucking three teams from the same division oh. all made it in. Yeah, sorry, real quick. Uh, Tyson said, I'm beating Mike by one point. Yes, you are, Tyson. Congratulations. You <laughs> and just about everybody else in the fucking pool that stuck with it is beating me. Feel good about yourself. Uh, he also asked if we're going to talk about the Xavier Villanova game. I honestly I don't, don't even want to talk, talk about, about that. that. What the fuck is that to talk about? Villanova that? fucking owns Xavier. That's what it comes down to. That school. Not only that. There's always one team in your conference, in your division, in whatever, that you just can't get over that hump. And Xavier playing at Villanova, that's the... Well, and not only that, they, they own us so bad that it, it's, it's expected. So yeah. we, we talked about this off there. Uh, so Saturday, nobody had a good feeling because, eh, Providence, they're one of those teams that you're not supposed to lose to. And it was to, a trap game because your next game is right, Villanova. Next, like every, that whole, and had all the makings of, uh, Xavier might blow this game. But if they won, you'd just be like, all right, you know, okay, you don't think too much about it. But they lose, and my first thought was, well, fuck. Two in a row. They're gonna, they lost this game, and they're definitely going to lose to Nova now because they never play well in Philadelphia against Nova. And before the game, I heard people talking about, well, it's not, a, it's not on Villanova's campus. They're playing at uh, the 76ers right. arena, and it's, uh, it's different. I'm like... And it'll still be the nope, same fucking still outcome. Still the same. And not only was it the same fucking outcome, I bailed on it. I, I am not shamed to admit I that as a Xavier it. fan. I watched till halfway through the second half, and I, I just I was done. I watched the game, I but the whole so time, upset. like at halftime, I knew it was over. I didn't feel like watching anymore, but I watched it just to watch it. Are you reading the Tyson, Tyson comment about trolling? Yeah, he trolling? didn't want yeah. us to talk about he it. Was but fuck him. That's totally why we're trolling. talking about it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, shit happens, man. There's, there's not our live feed again.
That's fucking gay if we did. I don't know if we did or not. Uh, it's reconnect to OBS Studio. Reconnection successful. Let's see if uh, if it's even still going. I don't even know if this show is still live. We hope. Mm, we'll see. Well, whatever. Anyway, Xavier is <laughs> at a point where we could talk about uh, bitching about ranked games. And so, I mean, I guess that's the thing that you should be proud of and take pride in. But uh, I, I know I don't want to worry about the rankings in January. But at the same time, I also don't want to worry about losing to the same Tank said we're fucking live. Th- we're good. Okay, good. Good. I, I don't I don't <laughs> want to worry about losing to the same fucking teams that we always lose to. If we're ever going to get over that hump, it's consistent with beating a team like Villanova. Like damn it, no, we're but always, here's the like, thing. Elite 8 is always going to be the farthest no, that we ever thing. get it's, if we can't beat the Villanova's It's of the regular season. World. Like this we're in fucking January. None of this fucking matters. It's college it basketball. It doesn't, but... It doesn't matter. But it All this does. is is a, is a mental block right now of, we can't beat Villanova at their place. That's all this is. Fine. It's not a neutral That's game true. site. It's not a tournament situation. Right. It's guys that are just... There's we can't, so many We've factors. gotten our ass kicked by these guys every time we go to fucking Philadelphia. We're going to lose this one. Fuck it. That's that's all this is. Absolutely, but at the same time, you still, as a fan, want to go over, get over that mental hump and just get past it. Like, just no, I totally agree. But there, that's what I'm and saying. Villanova there's always can come here in a few weeks, always, and we can beat them. And, and that's what and I'm saying. There's away. always that one team in your division, in your conference, that you just can't beat. For the Bengals, it's the Steelers. They cannot beat the Steelers in Pittsburgh. It just it doesn't fucking happen. It rarely happens here in Cincinnati. There's for Xavier, it's it's uh, fucking Villanova. For the Reds, it's the St. Louis Cardinals. There's just that one team that has your fucking number. So, if I mean, deal with it. Mac just <laughs> needs to move on. It's you go into it. It's like all right, we're gonna take our ass kicking, and then we're gonna move on from it. You don't have to play him again. You play him one more time at your place. If it's a close game, it's a win. Fuck it. Right. Anyways, back to the NFL. Uh, <laughs> that, was right. a good, that was a good left turn for a little bit um, Alright, so three teams from the NFC South So let's get into divisional round Falcons and Eagles You got Titans and Patriots Jaguars and Steelers And Saints and the Vikings and go, Just to go back real quick The only game that was a shocker Kansas City and Tennessee Because I don't think anybody But, but you pointed out last week Kansas City has lost Right, all they haven't won and since so, on the one hand, it was a shocker. On the other hand, you're like, ah, history dictates this. Yeah. So, it, yeah, that was one of those games Marcus that... Marcus Mariota threw a pass, touchdown pass to himself. To himself. <laughs> I was watching that. I thought that was fucking crazy. I loved that that happened. I like, love that it happened because I had Marcus Mariota on my fantasy team all year. And I thought, how does that score in fantasy? How, does that, how would that score in fantasy? Do you get... I don't want to know because <laughs> the motherfucker didn't do it all the season when I counted. So. <laughs> so, now we fast forward to this week, and I filled out who I thought would win for this week. And I went all home teams. Me too. I went all home teams. (laughs) I was like, didn't I learn? Like, didn't last week teach me shit? How am I not picking it on the white team? If you look at the home teams, so the only home team that I'm kind of questioning. Atlanta. Atlanta and Philadelphia. That's the only game that I might switch. It it was just like last week. Oh, the only one that I feel like kind of iffy about is the Rams Atlanta. And so that's the only but the one. Only, and the but only the rest of them, why, absolutely home team. I, you can't pick against the Patriots. You can't pick against Pittsburgh. Can't pick against Pittsburgh. And then the Viking Saints game. That's, yeah, the Saints that, are playing you know really funny? good. That's the biggest toss-up 
But it's yeah. the fact that it's a toss up makes me want to go with Minnesota because right. it's a home game for for Minnesota. If they if it was flipped, if they were playing in New Orleans, I'd pick totally New Orleans pick, in that game. Oh God, yes. Well, because pick against New Orleans when they're in the the Superdome, that's fools yeah. Aaron. Right. I mean, they never so, lose there. So so Falcons Eagles is really the big game of the week to to kind of say. And the only reason why I'm it's the only game worth watching. Of the, the week, only reason why I'm kind of like hesitant about that one is because. Carson Wentz isn't playing anymore. He's done. So right, if Carson Wentz is playing, if Carson Wentz is playing, hands down, I'm picking the Eagles. Right, all home teams lock it down. It's done. absolutely that's only a toss up because one team has playoff experience and the other team has Nick Foles. Right, <laughs> that, that is that is the only reason there's any type of discussion. Do you think the whole article about the Patriots uh, kerfuffle nope. plays into this at all? Nope. You want to know what I think? I think this was all a fucking Smoke screen. I don't think that that is true. I actually think <laughs> no. Here's the you're thing. Like, I think you're fucking high. No, no, no. Mike. It's it's not that. It's that I think that all the stuff was actually true. And I know exactly what you're gonna say is that like yeah, this is created to be a fucking story. So like they could use the us against the world mentality. Yada yada. yada. That's fine. I actually think that all of it's true, but that it, it in turn actually ends up doing exactly what you're suggesting. Right. Like. It's true, but they're going to be so upset about the fact that it got out that they're, they're going to turn around and be like, "That's a fair point." You yeah. know what? Fuck everybody! Fuck y'all. We're going to turn this. We're going to get around. these rings, like, and then we're going to blow this motherfucker up. Right. Well, I don't even think they're going to like because I honestly think that Belichick's not going anywhere. Well, no, I, I just think that smarts will prevail in this. Like they're each individual entity, Belichick, Brady, and Kraft. Like they're all individually smart. And despite their individual egos, because we all know they have them based on their position and based on who they are, like they all have them. But all of them collectively will look in the mirror and be like, wait a minute, am I going to be the one that fucks this up? No, I'm not going to be the one that fucks this up. And all three of them will be like, you got to, no, no, we're not going to fuck this up. I mean, I don't like you, you don't like me, I, I don't like him, but you know what? All of this works. Here's so what it comes down it. to. We're if, you, if you look at that article, it comes down to Brady and Kraft versus Belichick. So it's not even on Brady and Kraft. They're on the same team. No, I know. So but it's even, it's just up to Belichick to be like, no, I'm cool with this. It's but fine. Even, but even still, even if there was any sort of – like what if Brady was thinking, man, maybe Kraft's only on my side because this. I'm like – I'm just thinking like No, Kraft just doubled down and was like no, no, you are my I, guy until totally, you're sixty. I totally Because I just it. fucking but traded what, off the only guy right, that but could. But what if you're Brady and you're thinking, nah, he's only serving he's only giving me lip service or like I I don't really trust him. He's not him, giving like, you lip service, he just traded off Jimmy Garoppolo. I know. There is no lip service. I, I, fun, I that's I'm not playing, it's I'm one playing, thing playing <laughs> devil's advocate, motherfucker. No, but there is no devil's ah, advocate. God damn it. <laughs> There's no if he if he had said, listen. We're going to keep Jimmy. It's fine. But you're our guy. Then it's lip service. But for him right. to be like, you know what? Jimmy's the fuck out of here. There is no lip service. It's it's Brady and Kraft versus Belichick. So Belichick is not the type of guy to blow this. He's not going to rebuild well, something enough. somewhere else. He's going to be like, no, I'm just going to fucking sit here and pout during press conferences like I always do. And I'm going to be the Bill Belichick that you all know. And uh, you can't tell my emotions anyways because I'm a fucking... Sith Lord, and then I'm just... <laughs>
Yeah. No, I mean, it's true. Like, I, But I, I just think that all of them, all of them collectively, right. regardless of their feelings, are all going to just be like, what are we doing? Like, that, that story got the, out of the press, and how did we even let it get this far? Like, yeah. We're, we're the patriots. We're, we pride ourselves on everything staying yeah. in-house. So, like, how can we fix this? By coming together and yeah. fucking shit up. Just like September 11th, motherfuckers. <laughs> we are going <laughs> to... This is like Craft Root Sports. We'll see you next week. I don't, know. I don't know what the fuck happened. You just want Floyd Mayweather on me. I am out. Don't use that against me when I try to Justin Timberlake this motherfucker. Anyway. Holy shit. That fucking happened. After September 11th, it was the Patriots won the Super Bowl. And... In the, I know, but that was the those, season. Say that name. That was the, the season that my dad. Something else. That was the season that my dad was like, the NFL is fucking fixed. <laughs> Your dad knows all, so he's probably right. So. He was like, we're all supposed to be fucking patriotic now, and the Patriots win. This is all fucking bullshit. It's all fixed. Moving on. Last topic before we get into uh, the motherfucker of the week. Oh, and baseball. Yes, an article came out. Uh, yeah, this, this we won't Gallup get too much into this. We won't go too deep with this. It shows that baseball deep. has fallen to number three as America's favorite sport. Behind the NFL and basketball, respectively. And soccer is gaining on it. It was, what, 9% listed baseball and 7% listed soccer? Yeah, I was going to say, there's only a 2% difference between baseball and soccer as America's third favorite sport. Which we had talked about way back when on this show that baseball was going to start slipping and you were yeah, going to see I, soccer start growing. This actually wasn't, wasn't shocking to see, but it was also at the same time concerning to see. I mean, I don't think it's concerning. Yes, baseball has a lot of things that they have to do. Baseball. to. I love baseball too, but I'm also not concerned by this because I understand that all of this shit is cyclical. With the exception of football well, always being dominant. I will say ultimately that Baseball has the resources and the history and the ability to ignore the fact or reverse the fact that they're so close, yeah. right? Like soccer's on the come up and they have to use everything they have to get where they are and they may have maxed out. And I mean, even if they can move up past baseball, like it might not be for long term. Baseball has the ability tomorrow to be like, you know what? We're America's pastime, and we're going to fix this right now. Yeah, and that's why I'm not concerned. Everything. Yeah. yeah, that's why I'm not no, concerned I mean, about but it. But I'm still concerned because they let it get this far. I mean, why would you ever let it get to the point where you're two percentage points away from fucking soccer? I mean, that's upsetting. I mean, I don't think it's bit. that they let it happen. I think it's no, just that. I, I mean, let it happen is relative. You get complacent. Saying, like, uh, like, I mean, let's face it. These guys get complacent. They this shit works. This is this is working. We're making our money. Fuck it. And they keep going with what's what's normally happening. They don't really make any changes to uh, anything drastic. And then this is where we end up. I guess this is if if anything, if anything, and this is why I'm not concerned about this. This is going to be where baseball goes. Okay, we need to learn how to market to the younger generation, and they start I changing hope things. So. I mean, because they're not nothing... gonna. You're not gonna look at these numbers and go, "Nah, we'll just keep doing what we're doing." So this uh, this is the uh... <laughs> right. The like, I hadn't done that all. You time. were just like, "Fuck it, I don't even give a shit anymore." I'm dripping. I'm like, I'm fucking dripping. I, I, I'm fucking you're leaking. 
He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking Lincoln, man. Call an ambulance. Remember that video? Anyway. Yep. All right, cool. Uh, let's get into let's get into motherfucker of the week. Uh, we'll, uh, should we do? Let's do consumer candy. No, no, no. Let's do motherfucker of the week because we always forget. Let's do that. Okay, first. motherfucker of the week. Uh, so let's take a look at final the, voting tallies. The <laughs> final <laughs> final voting tallies. Holy shit! Fifty fifty. This has never happened in the history of no the show. 50-50, the drink spiking kayaker versus the peeping MLB agent. So that means Motherfucker of the Week is going to be decided by us, by our votes. All right. Instead of... At the same time, one, two, three, we will name the Motherfucker of the Week. One, one two, two, three. JB, goddammit. Yes! <laughs> Jim Ballot is your motherfucker. <laughs> Fucker of the week. That's right. A surprise late entry comes running down the ramp, hits both of these assholes with the chair, and stands in the ring with his fucking music play. Jim Ballot is the motherfucker God of the week. Goddamn mother. Not even JB, goddammit. Goddammit, JB. Yes. Motherfucker of the week. And the reason why he's the motherfucker of the week is because he picked a fight with me for no goddamn reason. <laughs> like, oh, you just said that uh, playoffs don't need the best team. And the funniest no, part what is, I fucking said, he Jim. Was, he was totally in defense of me, and I, I thought it was funny. And at first, I was totally on board with what he was saying. But then he just kept going and going and going. And it was clear that, Jim, you were just arguing to argue. And, in fact, it was so clear that when we talked about Mayweather potentially being nominated for <laughs> Motherfucker of the Week... We had a conversation amongst ourselves about how oh, well the other motherfucker of the week is actually going to win in a runaway. And you commented that, hey, if this motherfucker is such a motherfucker, then why so would you why would you fuck with him? I would, so, I'd be afraid of that right, guy. So it was clear. So self-aware. So it was clear that you knew that you were the motherfucker of the week. And so, without further ado, Mike and I have bestowed... What is this? The third or the I second? It's, it's the third. Uh, it's right? the third? Is this number three? I feel like it's the third. Fuck it. it sure. We'll call it number three. This None of our numbers are right anyway. This is episode number 80 until I realize it's not. JB, goddammit, you are the motherfucker <laughs> of the week. <laughs> Let's get into consumer kidding. Uh, <laughs> Brought to you by Tavor. <laughs> you start <laughs> off. Any better? Our consumer candy brought to you by Tavor. Uh, this week we have Breakside Beachcomber, uh, a rum barrel age, 9.2% ABV, uh, golden ale that is has other flavors that I can't taste. All right, I'm going to say that this beer, it takes a weird turn after you have Hypnotic and then two shots of Bailey's. Okay. It tastes... It tastes even weirder than what it did to start off with. Um, the fact that none of the other flavors come through takes it down in my book. I hate to do this, but I'm going to can it. I'm canning uh, you, the beer. You you hate to do that, but I'm going to straight up just, I'm going to embrace it. This fucking beer is a can. <laughs> and you want to know why? Because it's not a fucking beer. It's not. It's like, rum. I like rum. We're drinking and rum. And I like beer. And I like when they're barrel aged and combined, and you know all that other shit. But I, this 
is nothing like anything we've ever fucking tasted. I will give them credit that most rum that uh, we talked about it, most rum right. barrel aged beers, you don't taste it. I feel like, and then I feel this like one, that's, that's all what you they, fucking taste. I feel like they heard people oh, say, "Shit, what the fuck happened there?" Play my music, white boy. <laughs> there it is. All right, I feel like they said to people, "All right, you, you when you you drink a beer that's rum barrel aged and you don't taste fucking rum, all right." Well, we're going to fix that. And they went all in on the rub. They also forgot that there's supposed to be fucking beer in this. And it's just, it's not good from a beer standpoint. As a rum barrel aged beverage, consume. But as a beer, and this is a beer fucking show, I can't fucking endorse it. Because every single drink that I took... It was like taking a shot. I cringed. I, I was like, oh, my God. Dude, if you, if you guys were watching on Facebook, and, and if you're listening to this audio, go back and watch the video. Because I think both of us made that face every it, time we took a drink. It was It's so rough. And, I mean, at 9.2, you expect the you expect something. But I, I also expected some beer. And it just – we've had this conversation on the show. Once it gets past, what, 8%, I think, is that what we established – Eight percent is where it's boozy, but it's still pretty right. drinkable. We, we drew the and line, and it takes a lot. It takes a lot for a beer above eight percent to to be uh, one of those beers that you're like, yeah, I can fucking deal with right. this. Right, and I just, I just can't. I mean, it's. I, I hate to say it, and this is the first Tavor beer that I've punted on, and I guess Mike has too. But it just. I gotta can it. I mean, I, I just can't. <laughs> I, I really wanted to like this. I know for a fact that, based off the description and based off uh, my my memory, this is one of the ones that I suggested. Dude, we, we were get. super excited about it. All right, yeah. I'm gonna read this again. Golden ale with ginger aged in rum barrels with lime, vanilla, and almond. Zero almond flavor. Zero vanilla flavor. Zero lime flavor. It is fucking rum. This is just. Rum. It's rum with carbonation in it. It's so rough. And when you fucking mix this with a shot of hypnotic and two shots of Bailey's, <laughs> it really fucking hurts. I I hate to can a Tavor beer, but unfortunately, this is one that yeah. just doesn't do it for me. Hey, um, dude, don't seek this out. Like, I mean, it's just... I, I would much rather just take shots of rum, and and also yeah, you know what? Fuck I, anybody who thinks that I'm like a mouth breather today, because I am. Like, <laughs> fucking Consumer Canada brought to you by Tavor, and brought to you by Kleenex. Uh, I'm sorry, man. We're we'll fucking close out this show. For no, you. I mean Maybe. it's good. I've I've survived the whole time, but it's gotten worse here towards the dude, end. Dude, it really has. Like, oh um, shit! Yeah, I can't really breathe. The fact that you're just like. Snotting into the microphone, and you're just like, this beer is just, it's just not my favorite beer. Flavor? Favorite beer. Oh, but for real, though. I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed too, because this was one that I was really excited for. Uh, I mean, if I you're into that far. sort of thing, if you're if you're a big rum fan, fuck, you'll love this beer. I personally, I like it's my I like beer flavor with and my this, beer. Yeah, right. And, and this is only what like the third, maybe fourth of a double 
It's not very often that we double can uh, or double, double can. Double can. Oh, it's a God. it's a very rare double can. I feel bad, can. but I just I mean I like it is what it is. <laughs> Tyson says no, motherfucker. <laughs> Fuck you, Tyson. You <laughs> son of a bitch. Oh. Tyson said, for those of you not on Facebook Live, snotty doesn't know, and that is fucking oh, brilliant. God. Thank you guys so much for joining Fucking us. Tyson wins. Uh, I, I don't even have shit to say. Like, <laughs> as nasally as I sound, fucking A. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, be sure to follow the show at Craft B Sports on Twitter. You can follow me at Mike Berlon. Follow Scott at Scotty K hey, underscore Junior. We know this isn't coming out on the normal day, but hey, fuck it. There may have been 12 inches of snow and 14 inches of ice. We have no idea. Or. We could be sitting at home with the worth of our home texting each other about how uh, there wasn't a But damn we appreciate thing on the ground, all of you so. that did tune in on a Thursday night and drank with us and hung out. Uh, we love you, you calls. Too, Thank you for the participation. You guys are fucking awesome. We keep doing the show for you. Make sure you guys call in 44037 drunk to the drunk line. We had two fucking viewer calls this week on the drunk line. And I would for the mini sods, and I would do that every fucking week. Call in. It's your shit. Four four zero thirty seven drunk. We would we love to put you up for the mini episodes every the, goddamn time. The listener calls. Make sure you guys uh, check. Vic, it out where on the fuck were you at? <laughs> He's drunk on whiskey. He's hey. fucked up. Uh, cheers, everybody. We'll see you next week. Thanks. We. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.